Episode 90 of the Reptile Combo Podcast. 90. You got Damn, me. you're creeping on up there, man. I, I, Your microphone's not turned on. 90? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I um, just realized while I was driving today that I think we're coming up on a year of me and Katie doing this because we had already been doing it for a while when we were in New Orleans show. Yeah. And that was in November, I think, last year. Was it? think so maybe it was january january fuck i don't know i don't know it's i know i've been doing you know it what, though, i can i can scroll through and mm-hmm. find out yeah we're just all looking at each other like we don't have the technology to figure <laughs> I, it out. I know i've been here for <laughs> 90 episodes you know what there are seven more wake ups dallas and jennifer seven more wake ups and then it's thanksgiving break and victor victor <clears throat> thank thank goodness so let's hit our uh Let's hit our sponsors real quick. Katie, you got do that? You don't have it pulled up. I don't. <laughs> I was looking up the podcast stuff. If you are looking for a high quality PVC rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a Herb's Reptile Show near you. Visit lsreptileracks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks today and place your order. Dot com. Sounds like there. I got it in there. Mm. Also, uh, if you, if you were in the mood to go to a herb show, you only have what three, two yeah. left, two, two left. left. That's right, two left. We just had one in Lafayette, but if you're looking for a high quality reptile <laughs> expo, just run off yours. Uh, if you were at the Lafayette show, the Lafayette show was pretty good. It was busy. Yeah. It was busy. I was. It was much busier than we had been, but we hadn't been to Louisiana in a while. Yes. Um, it was also. Towards like the beginning of the month, so people probably just got paid recently. Yeah, that also always helps. But uh, that was a good show. You did decent. I did all right. Um, we got to go eat at Prejeans. We got to eat at Prejeans, and I never did tell you guys this, but my gumbo was not very good. Was it not? <gasps> it was so sad. Barely warm. Oh, and just it wasn't very good. I that was very sad. It, it probably didn't help that I had already had three bowls of gumbo throughout the day. <laughs> that <laughs> is true. a very strong possibility. You know what was good. Was the chicken cracklings. Oh, those were ridiculously good. I could eat chicken cracklings. Yeah. You know what I didn't get this morning at Best Stop? Boudin ball? I didn't buy any cracklings. Any cracklings? Did you get a boudin ball? I did not. Oh. I didn't stop. We didn't stop and get any on the way home. We're going to get some next week. What's the name of the place you stop at? I like Billy's. I like Billy's. Billy's. But they didn't open until 1030. And this was at like 830 this morning. So Billy's gotcha. makes crawfish <clears throat> meat pies. Oh. Yeah. So Glorious. We ended up going to Best Stop. Best, best stop is good. The, the, I'm so in, hungry. In, if you're in the, the Lafayette area in, in Louisiana, it's always best stop or Billy's. That's, yeah. that's, that's the battle between the two. Yep. And uh, then there's a place in Iowa right next to the pilot that um, had has really good reviews online. I forgot what it's called. Speaking of Iowa, anybody out there, Iowa, Louisiana is spelled Iowa. Yeah. But if you're ever driving through Louisiana, pronounce it Iowa. Yep. Because that's how it's fucking pronounced. Even well, like... In New Orleans, you have a street that's spelled Calliope, but it's Calliope. Calliope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, you say Calliope, they look at you like you're stupid. 
I'd say it's literally a different language in Louisiana, but it's literally like four different languages in Louisiana. Like mashed together. It's uh, you got some Native American that when you get up to like uh, Natchitoches, mm-hmm. that's yeah. uh, Natchitoches. That's when you fuck up Native American languages. Natchitoches. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got Creole and French. Mm-hmm. So it's two different there. And then you got English, which is it's just a bastardized of every other language. Yeah, patois, which is like a mashup of Creole and French and yeah. English. Yeah, it's <laughs> they like switch. I used to have a guy that worked for me, um, that worked for the company that I worked for, that was like. Uh, from the swamp, he was mulatto. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and was from the swamp and would oh. switch into that patois like that. I love it. His, oh, fa- yeah. his family was originally from one of the islands, the Caribbean islands, and uh, had come over as slaves and lived in the swamp. And he was from. Uh, if I say it, she'll be like, "Yep, that's the swamp." Because um, we used to go to a bar with him called the Gator Den. <laughs> Down there, nice. And uh, it was it was a rough place. Like I would not go there without him. That's hilarious. Uh, because oh, yeah, I couldn't order you're anything. An outsider. Nobody spoke my language. No. <laughs> yeah, you get below. So I always tell folks when they talk about Louisiana because people always outside of Louisiana people only know New Orleans and they assume that that's Louisiana, but it's not. That's New Orleans. It's its own world, its own place. But you get down to like where we were in Lafayette this weekend. One, the food in that part of Louisiana. It's fucking amazing. That's when you get down to actual Cajuns. So you get below I ten. You get above I ten. You're you're north. You're north from Manchac. Uh. Manchac, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like right on the coast uh-huh. slash swamp. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do miss the food over there. Uh, but anyways, Herb shows. We just had Lafayette. It was great. Uh, coming up in two weekends is the Austin Texas show at the new venue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not two weekends. Three weekends. Three weekends. Yeah, three weeks. Uh, it's December fourth and fifth. Uh, excited! I saw some pictures. Excited to see that venue. It's a pretty big venue, and we don't have to step over a uh, roller hockey rink, so that's awesome. Uh, then back to Louisiana <laughs> for Slidell, which apparently we have to go to. Yes, you do. I don't know where. What Slidell? I know where. I got to work on it. <laughs> it's a long drive, but we well, got. It's not uh, even a long drive. Our our child has an obligation now on Saturday. We have a friend that's going to be there. We do. And we haven't oh, seen yeah. her in a really April's long gonna time. April's going to be there. For anybody that's listened to the podcast for over a year now, yeah, uh, you'll remember April. I love April. I miss April. Yeah, because I'm I taking her some that. acrylic displays. Yes. Yep. So she'll be a slide out. So you'll get to, if we're there, you get to see the three of us and April. I literally have some racks that I'm supposed to take to the grand opening this weekend, and I don't know if I'll have PVC until 10 a.m. tomorrow. That makes same sense. thing last weekend. I didn't get PVC until Wednesday afternoon for the that show. That might hurt a little bit for yeah, you. There's two Jared Doles just joined. <laughs> we'll bring in our oh, guest shortly. Yeah, our He's, guest is. Uh, we just. I just gave it. Away. Having some uh, technical <laughs> okay. difficulty down there. Yeah, but we'll bring him in in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. PVC is a pain in the dick right now. I have 1,220 sheets. It's pick up, but they weigh sixty thousand pounds. So, and we just found out at like five o'clock that they were released. So. Hopefully, but, they might, we might get them tomorrow. But when that shit gets here, if oh, you want a rack, call Robert. He'll be able to oh. get you one in no time. It's going to be, I'm going to spend about two weeks getting caught up. Balls to the wall I'm right I'm going to spend about two weeks getting caught up on the orders that haven't canceled. Hey, I, you know what? Somebody is on Thanksgiving break in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I can come help you yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going to need I'll it. be here. Because we're not going anywhere until I, Thanksgiving. Have done five thousand dollars in refunds in the last month. Oh. And what these people don't fucking realize is, is that everyone, has nobody it. else has it either. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they the problem is they can go on um, Animal Plastics and they can order online. Absolutely. And they go on and they order. They go, I ordered one. Yeah. You're still fucking waiting, people. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, it's going to still be forever. You know, I tell them, look, give me two to three weeks and I will have it. No, no, I can't wait. I right. like, okay, stop fucking breeding snakes and then going, oh, shit, babies hatch in a day. Oh, Can I get God. a rack? I can't tell you how many people are like, hey, I got eggs coming out of the incubator in about a week. Stop that shit. <laughs> All right, well, I guess you better go buy some tubs <laughs> to, with lo- yeah. lid locking tubs because... You knew when you put them together they were going to fuck and possibly have eggs. You knew when the eggs were in the incubator that you had a couple months before they were going to hatch. You got 60 days right there. But, oh, people do that. That happens all the time. All the time. Once a week. Or like, I got eggs about to be laid. Can I get an incubator? People always yeah. always like need incubators right, right yep. before they hatch. All right, before they get eggs. Ugh. Yep. Anyways, uh, Slidell is December 11th and 12th. I'm looking forward to that pizza place, in Sli- that Italian place in Slidell. Oh, Joe's. Joe's. That was good. That's what's so funny is we have a Joe's Italian in Slidell. We have a Joe's Italian in Conroe. And we have a Joe's Italian in Bryan. Two totally different. And they're Joe's completely Italian. unrelated restaurants. Oh, that's funny. But that one in uh, that one in Slidell's good. It's damn good. Uh, that's all. All one hundred percent. I really enjoyed that night. Thank you, Sean Gray. Yes. Yeah. When I first started going to shows, our very first show was um, Longview. Yeah. And we got there and we got set up. And I said, "Hey, man, give me somewhere good to eat." And he's like, "Go to the Tuscan Pig. It's downtown Longview. Oh, that's a good place. So good. Love." And we went it. there, and that was before we knew anybody. And like Flavius and Kevin and a bunch of those guys were there and they, you know, said hello, but they didn't really know yeah. us. And uh, we ended up eating there and it was fucking amazing. That is one thing doing the shows is. The- yes, that was totally you, Heidi Jack Dunlap. <laughs> That's definitely Heidi. But not Heidi's Jack. so cute. You got to make her one. Yeah. So <laughs> Heidi, I'll, I'll know her. by 10 a.m. tomorrow. Um, you'll hear from me by 10 a.m. tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Uh, but the good thing is, is my huge load of PVC is ready. You got a huge so load? I do. So it should be. <laughs> I doubt re- I will get it tomorrow. You're waiting to release your huge load? Yes. Stop, okay. James. Yes. Um, I'm just God. saying. Oh, it's going to be a release when that shit finally gets Just a huge load all over the it's shop. 32 pallets. Ooh, 32 that's a shit ton of plastic. <laughs> four by eight pallets. Guess who's getting a tortoise table? Yes. It's <laughs> ridiculously. I mean, it's a shitload. Oh, metric shit ton is what it is. Um, oh, other Herps show news. There's a new show in 2022. Yep. And wait. the three of us are super excited because it's like 20 minutes from our houses. It's 12 minutes from my front door, probably 14 from yours. That's what it's like. Yeah. Um, and I've known about it for two weeks and couldn't say anything, which you guys did too. Yeah. And uh, Super fucking excited. It's going to yeah. be in Pearland, Texas, which is basically where we live. Yeah. We live in the Pearland Metroplex. Yeah, there's like four that cities. so fancy. There's, there's like four <laughs> towns, and you can throw a baseball to all of them from our house. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're almost in all of them at the same time. But it will be, uh, it's a volleyball course, like several volleyball courses. Yeah, it's like 22,000 square feet, so it's like the size of Conroe, the, yeah. the new Austin venue. So, have you seen the layout that she put up? No, I didn't. It's a shitload of tables. Is it? It's probably. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's a, uh, well, I'm looking forward to it because I get to sleep in my bed and I don't have to pay a hotel price. Yes. So that's great. And apparently like nine other people are crashing at our yeah, house. Yeah, apparently Andy Hine wants Everybody to cuddle Everybody wants me. to come yeah. sleep in the bed with James. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a house full of people too. I'm Put sure. all you ass sure upstairs. They'll either stay here or there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I told Alana she could have Joe's bed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, her bed's we have more a, comfortable than We have an extra time. bedroom that nobody sleeps in. So, yeah. And it has a queen bed. And then yeah. we had snake rooms. So I almost put an air mattress down. And oh, yeah. We have the huge chase lounge on the couch. And I, I imagine um, we're going to have. It's See, be insane. I'm only we're only good enough to stay with if we have an Airbnb for Lana. <laughs> uh, here, you know, she's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna come stay with you guys. We got I'm gonna go see Katie for a few minutes and then not come back." 
We passed out that night. That is so not her fault. Lucas, we don't want a show where people are going to steal everything. And bake. He said, let's get a bake love show. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Those are the shows. We need to get a place in Austin if we're going to the Austin show. Okay. Yes. I will. It's okay. I'll the grants it. are more than happy. To, more than welcome. To, are y'all coming to Austin? Yes. We may be coming to Austin. We have an Airbnb and there's room. Okay, okay we may, cool. We may room with you. Just then. you two or the kid two? Maybe it, the kid too. If she comes, we can shove her in a corner. She can sleep on a mattress, like on okay. the floor. We have an air mattress. We should be good. I don't care. I'll shove her under the, the bed. Because there's already, it's us, Lily and Alana. Fuck Jennifer, Lily and Alana. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> Yay. Uh, pink, pink, oh, cool. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think we could probably. Is there room for our whole crew? That's a shitload of people. Your crew. The, your crew. The Heidi. That's like. The mafia yes, crew. The we mafia. can fit. That's, as, as Chris, as Chris I mean, always says, say, our house yeah. is, we got plenty of floor yeah. space. As Chris oh, yeah. always says on his podcast, the, the Texas Mafia. Yeah. Is any, if you go to any Herb show where they're at, they take up like a whole row. Yeah. I love it. Speaking of part of that Mafia, did you? I showed you the new displays that were at the show this weekend that um, Freddie. That Freddie made they're for. Awesome. Dude, everything Freddie brain, does. My brain's just, not working tonight. See, I put Freddie and the Howdies like in the same level. Yeah. The shit they make is just blows. As a guy who makes things, it just blows my mind well, the stuff they come up with. Why is my brain going blank on who had it? Um, Leechies. Yeah, see, exactly. Carl. Carl. So sorry, Carl. <laughs> was it Carl? It was Carl. Okay. So <laughs> on Carl's table, bring it, Carl. it was like a, it was almost like a small guitar case. It folded up flat, but when you laid it out, it was a deli cup display. So our poor guest is, uh, I know. I can see him in the corner. And he can, he's fine. He won. To participate in the conversation, bring him in. Bring okay. in my friend. Bringing him in. I Welcome actually to found his Jared Dole. Dole. I actually found his Christmas present the other day. I'm oh yeah, I bet oh. it's a, I bet it's got a pineapple on it. It's a I possibility. Bet, bet it <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Nobody thinks I I have anything to do with pineapple. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. So this probably, is you know, Tracy and uh, Chris. I don't know where they were shopping, but they found a black pair of uh, shorts. Because, you know, I wear crazy pineapple shorts and shit to the shows. And they found a pair that they bought for me. And I've worn them. They're comfy. Uh, they're a lot longer than some <laughs> of my other ones. You know, some of my, my daisy dukes. No, I ain't got daisy dukes. But that'd be funny. That's hilarious. So for anybody that doesn't do all the Herp shows with us, this is Jared Dole of Pineapple Exotics. Hello. T-shirt. Pineapple Exotics. So the pineapple part is because his last name's Dole, but I totally always just think of Pineapple Express because yeah, well, anybody knows Jared. That's what everybody says. It's either Pineapple Express or Swingers, you know. <laughs> right. I, I'm not assuming you're getting laid. I'm I've had people you. ask me, is, what, how did he come up with Pineapple? Is he, are they like, I'm like, his fucking last name's Dole. And they're like, <laughs> so oh, I, okay. I have, I, I'll wait, I'll wait. I don't want to jump again because okay. we have our question and okay, so I don't want to I'll jump again. So I want to finish a few things with Herbs real quick. So we got okay, go. we got the show coming up next year in Pearland. Super excited about that. Uh, there's only yeah, two not shows. too far from me either. Yeah, yeah it's only like an hour, right. hour and a half or hour from you. About an hour for him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like when we had How long did it take you to get to our house, Jared? About an hour? Uh, like an hour and 20 something minutes. Yeah. And it's 20 minutes closer to you. So that's oh, nice. about an hour. Yeah. Well, I know I'm only getting one hotel night, man. <laughs> and that's just because I'm not 
freaking going out to a herps tailgate and then you know drive, drive right three a.m. You know it might be better for you to just like crash on one of our couches. Yeah, <laughs> See, that's the only problem. Is, like we can't have everybody over at either one of our houses because we live in neighborhoods where you can't fucking have people over because there's not enough room. Why not? Shit, I've done it before. Well, the problem is there's not enough room to park. And then once you get, like, these houses are... You know how many people park on the road in this neighborhood? Exactly. There's not enough room now. damn person's going to bitch at me. Okay, your mic's off. So... Where's this time to go? It sounds like y'all got a whole whole squad rolling to the house. The problem is, like, it's not that. Once you have, like, six people in one of these houses... It gets loud. It's fucking loud. Yeah. Oh, it does. It but loud. I'm loud all Especially the time. Especially if they're Katie and... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Who else is loud? So all of Lori the... Shows up. Lori shows All of the <laughs> guys <laughs> are going to go to your house. There you go. And all the women are going to come to my house, and it's going to be fabulous. So we'll get some strippers at my house. Wait, what? <laughs> Did I say that? Sorry. I'll stop the extra the fridge. Pineapple Daisy Dukes. We'll slap a logo on there. I love no, it. No, thank you. I'll pass. <laughs> we will... We'll stock the extra fridge with all the wine. But uh, so speaking of her show, the first one of the year is going to be Oklahoma City. I'm not going to that. Fucking enjoy that one. Uh, uh, the Grants. I'm not coming up there. Yeah. <laughs> and then Longview, Texas. I've been to Longview in forever. It seems no. like that's been, it, it's been a while since we've well, been to Longview. Well, co- it was a COVID test. It was a COVID uh, vaccination site for Correct. a while. And so oh. the last year and a half or so, and, it hasn't had. And the show before that, that was in Longview, you were out of town that weekend and we got a, a fucking a gecko. gecko. What's kind of funny is Robert it was talking about Longview being y'all's her- first Herp show. Um, I want to say when I saw y'all at that, that Longview was probably my third, no more than my fourth Longview. Longview was my first location with Herps ever. Oh. Um, my second. It's actually one of my, uh, it's one of my, I really like that show. I always do really good when I go there, you know? Yeah. It, it seems like, it seems like geckos and lizards just fly at that show. You take bearded dragons or leopard geckos up there and they're gone. I really like the grilled cheese food truck. Oh, that grilled cheese food truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's one of the best concession stands I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Um, sometimes when I go up north and do the St. Louis show, sometimes Mickey has a, uh, a pulled pork person there, and sometimes uh, she serves beer too. I mean, that's kind of cool. But uh, the cheese, the grilled cheese truck's definitely better. That yeah. grilled cheese sandwich with the fried egg and the peanut mm-hmm. butter on it. I get the macaroni and cheese. The one. macaroni and cheese one's good. There's yeah, the, uh, it's well, isn't it? There's a macaroni and cheese I had and, like one pulled with pork avocado one. on it. Well, what's crazy is every time they show up, they sell out, and then you know. It's kind of like Kayla and James with that damn bread, you know, and they've yes. done that stuff and it's gone like crazy. And then I come over halfway through Saturday. And I'm like, hey, you got any blueberries left? And she's like, I don't have shit left. I'm like, geez. Heidi <laughs> well, said the only reason Jack wants to go is because of that food truck. I mean. There's no way Jack eats that much, that much carbs. I've seen Jack. He's not eating that much carbs. He will he's, every he's, now and then. He's built like a Yeti, you know what I mean? He's got he's to gotta eat some carbs. Jack's he's one of those guys you see him walking around. He can't, like, put his hands down on his side. Yeah. That's, that's Jack. Eats a lot. Yeah. He, or is, he'll eat carbs every now and then. Just don't get in a bear hugging contest with him. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just going back to this real quick. So Longview is January 22nd, 23rd. And then end of January is our big Conroe show. Uh, the January Conroe show. So that is the next few shows. But speaking of herps, we all, I assume you as well, Jared, this weekend will be in the same place, correct? This coming weekend right yes, now? This Saturday. Saturday. For the grand opening. Oh, the grand! O- I was trying to think. I was like, I don't think there was a show going on. I think <laughs> there is. Jared's already freaking out. Like, hold on, what about like, this? Yeah, I, I, I'm like, because I know that I, I sign up for Herp shows. I sign up for all of them. 
I do at least two tables and I do it for a year. Right. And then I'll let uh, Lori know if there's anything I need to miss. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, God dang, now I got commitment so that it, that I wasn't prepared for. You had me scared. Now this weekend <laughs> no, is I'm the grand. Uh, I'm going to try to make it. Uh, just, uh, you know, I do the, during the week I do, uh, roof contracting now and saturday i've got two appointments in the morning and depending on how long they run is if i'll make it jared's got um, a real job now so now he can't hang out with us um yeah, says the same person it, who's yeah. having to possibly cancel slide l for the real job oh. yeah but i've had a real job for a while okay <laughs> that's true that's true i just took mine this year I'm, that's okay jared's growing You're up a lot He's younger jared's than a we big are. boy it's acceptable yeah. jared got a truck this year well, here, 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 here's what happened, y'all. I was doing the shows only. I was doing really well. Um, I was paying for all my food, um, all the animals' food, and, and all my bills and everything, and, and things were okay. But when life would do something like throw the third cylinder out of my Honda um, and strand me eight hours away for five days. And your ass call. doesn't fucking call anybody. We are still a little bitter about that. I know. No, no, that, no, no. You guys are talking about the first time that the car stranded me. There was a second time. I, I know. Yeah, I know. The, you know, the first time you break down and you don't contact any of us and any of us would have been like, hey, we can find somebody who helped you. But you know how hard it is to get Sean to answer messages sometimes. It's my fault for not for not calling anybody and pursuing it harder, mm. but I kind of just went, I, you know, I'm used to, I'm used to doing everything on my own anyway. So I was just kind of like, well, my situation's shitty. <laughs> well, and another thing is like, like this, it took me a while to get used to it. I don't like to ask for help ever no, I, with I, anything. I, I'm super worse about that because and, my problem is, and my experience is, is people want something out of helping you. Right. Um, and with and the Herbs family, you know, it's, this is what we do. And it took me a while to be comfortable with that. Yeah. It really Sean did. got very aggressive with me the first time they tried to offer me assistance because I wouldn't take it. Um, and, uh, you know, I might not, Lori might not be my mom, but she thought to beat my ass like she had a talk. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, so I guess I, uh, I kind of allowed it to happen. Um, so that's been quite a bit different. You know, Sean and Lori have helped me uh, quite a few times. Um, matter of fact, right now, they, uh, you know, I, I moved to this apartment and um, I had a pair, uh, I had an adult pair of female leopard tortoises and yeah, I've seen them. You know, a couple males. Yeah, they're with Sean and Lori right now because I simply just can't have them here. They have a lot of sen- sentimental value. I actually remember when a friend of mine about five or six years ago got them as babies and I was super jealous. I always tease him that he had to give them to me. And uh, when he calls me one day and says, "Man, I'm I'm getting too old. Um, I, I can't be I can't be bringing this many tortoises indoors for the winter." And he wasn't willing to get rid of his breeder pair of sulcatas, so we kind of made a trade arrangement and stuff. And um, I knew that was something really special that's hard to get your hands on. So um, the first person I contacted was Sean, and at that time he had already had the Aldabras and Kona. Yeah, he has um, other was Fuck Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there when he picked him up, and I was like, oh, That was Longview. That was when you had the little guys, so that was at Longview. Yeah. yeah. I've given him so much shit. I even took a picture when I was at his house one time uh, when me and Tozer stopped by on our way up to the Pueblo show, and I took pictures of me right next to him and sent it to him. Or I posted on Facebook to tease him. Uh, <laughs> you know. Man, I could have got away with it if I was just not a piece of shit, you know. So, <laughs> it is what it is, but but yeah, it's got it's it's and we, like I said, we've talked about it a ton on this show. 
it's a different world vending a herp show versus vending. And you've vended several non-herp shows. You know, it's it's completely was different. actually the last brand that I came to, actually. Um, well, okay, I take that back because I tried Rick Tozer's McQueenie show. Um, so I did that one. But uh, before that, you know, um, since I was in Arkansas for a long time, um, and there, there was nothing allowed in that state until actually this last weekend was their first show in 18 years. Um, you know, I did a lot of show me shows. Um, I, you guys are going to hate me for it, but I started in Repticon. Um, I feel Mexican like there's a lot of us that did that. Don't worry, I did too. I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I started out as a customer there and, uh, and then I started vending. Um, and then I quickly discovered my very next one was actually not show me reptiles. It was, uh, Justin Bickerstaff's and his parents show the CF Expos. I went to Jackson, Tennessee, um, and it was a great turnout for me because um, they have like 30 or 40 percent reptile vendors. Their biggest vendor group there is birds, and then they have exotic animals like mammals too. Yep. And my first show, there was a lady there at the table next to me. Um, I call her the Dolly Parton of monkeys because she just has that Dolly Parton vibe, but it's not a bunch of horses. Does she have big tits? She does. I mean, Dolly, I think Dolly Parton, I'm not the first thing I think is huge tits. Yes, yeah, so. Well, she just, you know, she was just kind of a, a glamour gal, if that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, she was selling, a, she had uh, two fucking baby capuchin monkeys on the table for 14 grand a piece. And I walked, uh. and she was right next to me. So everybody, the runoff of the customers when they're done looking at the monkeys were coming to me. I watched some dude walk up in some kind of business suit and look at that $14,000 monkey and say, I'll. And, and hand her some uh, money and said, hold that. I'll be back with a cashier's check on a fucking Saturday. And he just buys the whole goddamn monkey. No payment plan. No <laughs> oh nothing. God. So it's insane. Worst it's fucking like, pet on earth. I, I've had customers walk up to me that I look at and I'm like, they're not going to buy anything. And spend five grand. Oh, yeah. And break out cash. And I'm like, shit. Building. All right. Taught me not to judge yeah. a book by its cover. I played with a few capuchins from a, a few different places. And one part of my life, I was running a reptile program for a um, petting zoo, and they had a, a monkey there named Quigley, and uh, he was pretty cool. For whatever reason, he really fucking liked me, but but their teeth hurt, man. Oh, you yeah. know when they're playing, that shit is, woo. Well, and you have to baby-proof the house from floor to ceiling. Yep. And uh, and they're monkeys, so they shit like monkeys, which is just <laughs> gross. I don't care if I mean, you can go put a diaper on them, but they're going to shit as soon as you take the diaper off. And yeah. monkeys, and they don't take it off themselves. And, yeah. Well, yeah, and then monkeys have the amazing ability to automatically turn their shit into liquid. They can just go from solid to liquid. <laughs> two seconds. I like, used to follow this body like that. Like they can make they can make themselves have diarrhea. Oh yeah. yeah. You, the moment you go to try to catch a monkey, it's liquid shit. <laughs> I've had to catch many monkeys, uh, and uh, it turns to liquid shit. And then they're jumping around with liquid shit, and that shit flings every. It's gross. I used to follow a. Capuchin monkey on TikTok. <laughs> oh, um, his oh, name was George. People would monkey. send him Amazon packages and he would open them, and it was just very interesting. You know, you know I've seen that. I've and seen then that. one day the owner was on there and he was crying and he was like, George got sick yesterday. And by the time I got him to the vet, he was dead. <gasps> Fuck. We don't know what happened. He was only two years old. Oh, they can pick up human illnesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and I never did follow up. The, not ready for it at all. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Bringing up the shows is extremely sketchy. You know, you you talk about letting a bunch of people hold a snake and worrying about getting a mite or something. You know, the, the monkey. Mm, that's completely let's not different. talk about mites. Yeah, mites have been bad this year for a lot of people. 
But uh, uh, so yeah, so you did the Repcons, you did the the shows in Tennessee, and then you came to. The- I did show me show for a while, and then um, Texas was just always a really long drive. I came down for a Herp show, and this is when I was the suit and tie guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, don't get me started on that shit. I just, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to to produce the effect that I gave a shit about my business I was trying to open, um, and I guess I cared too much. I needed to relax a little bit. Yeah, you look like a used um, car salesman. Yeah, I know, I know. But and now your clothes yeah. don't match. We've come so far. It's <laughs> the worst thing in the world. Um, but yeah, I came down to the Herc shows and I had done the show. I did well, and then. Um, the strangest thing is when I got hit because I was so used to that shows, you know, I'd go back to the hotel by myself if I didn't specifically know somebody. Like I knew Eric and Elise from E Squared for a while. I'd always hang out with him if I could. Um, I knew uh, Tristan Kayler with Gecko Junkie. I don't know if you guys know him because he's mm-hmm. not yeah. in the Texas circuit really, but I know who um, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to hang out with him a lot. He did a lot of my mentoring um, as far as business models and what I should and shouldn't do um, towards the beginning. Um, and then I came down and Sean and Lori, there's the dinner and that was pretty cool. Cause I had already met with some people for dinner, but then I figured out that like theirs is like a tradition, like for every possible show. But what really got me was, um, I got invited to tailgate with them. Um, and I remember, I remember talking and I don't remember how it came up, but, um, somebody else was uh, smoking. I think you know what I mean? And, uh, I don't know what then, you mean. Yeah, I was, uh, and I was, I was looking at Lori. I was like, I, I looked at her like alarmed, like you know, we're gonna get in trouble out in this parking lot. And you know what Lori did? Participated. And I was like, no fucking way. And then that's when I was like, hey, you know, I uh, might dabble a little bit too. And you should have seen the look on Lori's face because I was still in. I looked like a fucking church Mormon. Um, out in the parking lot, and my shirt tucked in, and, and she looked. She just looks at me like. What? And then, you know, it's just... So I, have I, pause, uh, I have to pause you for one second. If you hear any uh, candy wrappers in the background, people that are listening to this podcast... Don't you dare judge us. Because uh, <laughs> we are fucking this candy. Oh. We really are. So in case anybody's... Long ago, you guys got a pass. No, no, no. No, we bought these specifically bought just, this. just to eat them. So it's if you've ever had... They get they get put at the bottom of like the candy barrel and no one seems to like them because they're not eating them correctly. But it's the fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls. You okay, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get the orange one. Which are the best. And the vanilla one. Nah, I don't care. And twirl them together, it becomes a creamsicle. I'll have to try that because I don't really like the vanilla one. Oh, which no. Which is crazy because all blue candy is my favorite except for that no. one. Like, they're, they're not blue. If, if, you like, like, uh, if you like a creamsicle or like the old uh, push pop, the Flintstones ice cream push pops. Yeah. You, it's it, like that. You screw, those, you screw them together in... Mush them up, and then you eat them, and they're amazing. I just like the orange ones. Yeah. Like the, uh, what's the magenta-colored one? Like, it's a weird red. I like Those that are, one. yes. Those ones are good. Yeah, I may or may not have bought two pounds of orange Tootsie Rolls off of Amazon. Well, it started because <laughs> we found the bag of vanilla ones at Target, and then I was like, oh, I couldn't find any orange ones, and so then we just ordered a whole I ordered them off of Amazon. And we're probably nice. going to order more from this candy But place. it took forever to get here. Like, it took them almost a week to get here. Normally, everything with Amazon is here, like, I same day, I have zero day. sympathy. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I like the uh, I'm a Jolly Rancher fan. I can, I can sit there in one sitting and, and, and smash a whole bag of Jolly Ranchers. Oh. Um, it's not any flavor. How do you know that? See, and I... <laughs> 
I will eat cherry Jolly Ranchers, and that is the only flavor Jolly Rancher I will eat. Dude, I'll eat Jolly Ranchers till my the roof of my mouth is raw, and <sighs> I couldn't I couldn't spit a clear loogie if I fucking tried. You know what I mean? Like my my whole mouth will be black because all the mixed colors. So I can't do Jolly Ranchers. One. I feel like I'm I'm eating a choking hazard. Mm-hmm. There's a very strong possibility. <laughs> and then, uh, and then when you get to the end, you're like, all right, well, I can't just swallow this. I have to bite it, and then it gets in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I like the chewy one. So, so Heidi said you can mix amaretto and orange juice, and it tastes like an orange cream pop too. <sighs> Try that when I get home. Well, those. Are- I have a recipe for an amaretto cake. That's really good. Amaretto, anything that's really good. I'll pass. Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I figured out when I was in Pueblo, uh, I have a friend up there, her name's Katie, and uh, she came out to see the show and hang out with us afterwards. She introduced me to the amaretto, or, or am, well, however you pronounce it, whatever, the, the sours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love those things, man. They go down easy, and, uh, you know, you, you get a couple of them. It's a decent yeah, drink. It's, it's a girl drink. Everybody makes fun of me for drinking grandma drinks now. Yeah, it's a girl drink. It's supposed okay. to go down easy, just like the girls. Hey. Oh, hey, shush. Damn, dude. You're going to get us canceled. Shush. <laughs> we'll throw trash wrappers at you. They're going to pull a Dave Chappelle on your ass. Right. <laughs> he's doing, he's I, doing much better. I will respond just like Dave Chappelle and be like, I don't fucking care. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I did one. I forgot. We talked about the uh, Herps, the Herps show opening or the Herps shop opening this weekend. It's grand opening this weekend. Speaking of that, and our sign behind me reminded me. You've seen the new uh, the new counter made by the Howdies over at Focus Cube. It was ridiculous. That new awesome. counter for the Herp Shop. It's it's gonna put the Ackies in it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a display. It's a good. cage slash counter. It's got it lights up. It, it's a lot like our sign. It lights up and does also. It's it's you, even the countertop has a thermostat built in, doesn't it? Yeah, for the cage for the cages. Yeah, that's wicked. That's wicked. Yeah, I, it's it looked. I knew what the, I knew uh, what they were making. I just didn't know what it was gonna look like, but. I mean, I've got a cage from them. We have this sign in our studio from them. Everything that the Howdies make, it's amazing. There's just that, it seems like it would take it'd be really hard and take a long time to to draw the plans out for that, dude. I can't do stick figures very well, so I'm not building no custom cages and shit. Well, it's so amazing to see the stuff they pump out and to have been yeah. to their shop. Like it is small. It's it's a small shop, and what what they're able to do in there, just the two of them, mm-hmm. with the limited equipment they really have. I mean, really, it's yeah, not, I mean, they don't have. It's not a machine like you. It's not, it's not an not industrial router. It's a. It's more of a hobbyist CNC, and uh, he pumps out wow. amazing stuff. Yeah, I've seen their cages before. It's cool. I've also seen that big old fat black dragon show coming yeah. with her shoulders on, and, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like, ooh, that thing is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get them over I'm here. Over, all I have is a white throat and a black throat. We're gonna get them on here in person at some point and have her bring the the monitor over because they're only yeah. I mean, they're up there near you. Yeah, they're right by you. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're not they're, far from you at all. They're near Conroe. The shop is like a few miles from Lake Conroe. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually like really, really close to Lake Conroe. In fact, I've done a lot of roofs there. Yeah, we went to the shop when we got the sign. But uh, so yeah, come out to the show. Or the show, keep saying show because I'm used to saying show when I say herps. The shop this weekend for the grand open. They've been open now for two months. A month. A month. Yeah. And it's been going pretty well. What is that? Oh, it's a black throat. That's my white throat. That's a white throat. Yeah, we're about to have our third Christmas. I got him as a baby from Mark Foss. You guys have seen him at shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I've never named this dude, but he's uh, 
one of my absolute killer favorites in the collection. He was such a douche when I first got him, and now, <laughs> I mean, you can see how I'm holding him now. Yeah, yeah, you just keep you know, I got a black throat in here, too. It's a baby, and I can't do that shit with it. That, that dude wants to square up on don't, me every don't time. Don't let Jared lie. Jared has that monitor down at 70 degrees all the time. That's why it's super calm. <laughs> oh, but it's not. He's cool. He's cool shit. Uh, oh, so I did. I asked a question this week on on our Facebook because Jared couldn't give me a question, so I came up with one. <laughs> so this is actually what I want to talk about. So go ask the question and let I, me talk. So what was weird was it's not one of the most – it's not a reptile-related question really at all. It's not what I found to be one of the most entertaining questions I've asked. But holy shit, did people want to answer this one? Because okay. it's cool. We like to talk about this kind of stuff. So the question was, many reptile people are collectors by nature. If you If you were not collecting reptiles, what would you collect and why? And before I go into that – I want to touch on the the whole word collecting because I knew that would trigger people. And no one, none of our listeners said shit, but you hope people get upset when you say collecting reptiles. It's a living thing. I get that, but we collect fucking snakes and lizards. We, we do. I, sure. It's, we call it, it a collection. It's a collection. And, and, yeah. and it doesn't make us, yeah. dis, it doesn't make us not love them any less by being a collection. So that's why I one reason I use behind it the way you say it, you know what I mean? So I think that's, I think it's, I think that's what it has to do with is it depends on if you're, I mean, if you, if it's obvious that you love all your animals and um, this is your passion and you're super super excited about it, and these animals are obviously aren't just money to you, I don't think it's as big of a deal. But at the same time, you know, I've heard some people talk about their collection like it's just a model car collection, and you can tell they're just not as into the animals <laughs> as they should be. You know, which is to me, this business and this hobby is a lot different than a lot of other things. Some people just see these animals as money stacks or um, business and products and stuff. And it's like, you know, they have, you know, they take, they breathe air, you know, they, they pump blood through their veins just like we do. And um, I, I personally, I know some people don't, but I personally believe that, ant- that reptiles feel. I do think that they, I don't, I, you know, it's obviously not the same as, you know, your dog and stuff, but I mean, you can't play with a reticulated python and tell me that that thing isn't intelligent and aware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't play with these monitors and watch them interact and learn how their cage opens and stuff. And you just you can't convince me that that they don't they don't know a little bit about what's going on. You know, if I'm sitting here peeling skin off of my monitor and he's arching his butt up to make it easier for me to peel off the base of his tail and stuff, you can't tell. Uh, you just can't convince me that it's not it's not a connection there. Yeah. And some people think that you know, like even snakes, they think that. Um, you know, they're just mindless type deal, and I can get it why some people think that, but um, I think that there's just as much connection with these these snakes and these reptiles as as, as dogs, cats, cows, and everything. It's just a different kind. You have to I love that you said cows. <laughs> you dogs, cats, cows. cows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a wide range right there, you know. So, but, you know. Right, so so I'm going to talk about my one of our things that we collect, and yep. it, it goes back to the pineapple thing. Okay. So when we were in college, we would watch a show on USA called Psych. It was about a psychic detective. I'm sure other oh, people yeah, have yeah, also yeah. watched it. There is a hidden pineapple in every show. It started out as a joke, and then it became a thing. And so they huh. would either talk about pineapples in some way, or there would be a pineapple a painting, in the background, or, or a, a painting, little, or like just a something random. And so that, like, that just became our thing. And so we started collecting random pineapple things. 
And at our house, when we bought it, we there was a pineapple in every room of our house. Yeah, there was something pineapple in every room. But it wasn't oh, obvious. Oh. Yeah, there was a I lamp. Know, I, know, I know what your uh, <clears throat> previous tenants were doing there. Well, no. I, well, and it's no, funny we put, we because put the pineapples there. I didn't know. Like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, we didn't really. Until, I didn't know either until I started venting. And then just, I had couples approach me and, and be like, <laughs> yes. People were asking so wait, me. And anybody, I was so, like, so, so, so for anybody listening, apparently an upside down pineapple means that you like to swing. It's, it's a not on a swing set. That's for anybody who is a swinger to drive by and come knock your door and be like, "Yeah, hey, I like yeah. your pineapple type bullshit." Yeah, and I didn't know this, but like the first couple that ever pr- approached me for this were in like their fifties. Man, that was a that was a weird, you know, that was a weird way. And to it was really weird when Jared was fucking the husband. It was so weird. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, yeah. So our uh, our front our front door mat says welcome and it has three pineapples on it um mm. but like we have like lamps that are they're actually still at the house in louisiana my mom stole them from me but they look really good in the living room, um, room. but they're they're actually there's two white pineapples but when you look at them it doesn't look like a pineapple so it's like that kind of stuff like there was a a wall electrical outlet plate mm. oh, that's right that has pineapples printed on it Okay, but like that's in like that was in one of the rooms. There so, was a, I think we put a magnet in the kitchen. Yeah, we have like we have one of the rooms. The fan pool was a pineapple. Nice. Um, like it's just like super random shit that you would never like. It's just anyways, but yeah. So I like to collect for non-swinger purposes pineapples. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to clarify that yes. um, in in this community for sure. You're gonna have yeah. to clarify. I never yeah. knew it was so crazy. Yeah. So yeah, Alana with uh, no drama llama said they have more llama shit than they can handle. Well, I imagine because everybody, including Katie, just buys random llama shit for them. Guilty, guilty. Yeah. So yeah. I bought it's, popcorn. It's I bought a box of popcorn that had a llama on it. And when you pop the popcorn, it's actually blue popcorn and it's cotton candy flavored. That's fucking weird. Hmm. Was it we, good? I don't know. I have a bag downstairs. I haven't popped it to that yet. Because I haven't brought myself to do I don't actually like popcorn. Know. That sounds, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't Maybe hate myself enough. I may pop it with my third graders on Friday and man force them to eat that shit. They'll eat it. They'll eat anything. They yeah. eat those talkie chips. Tried a, a bag of grapes from Kroger that were genetically engineered. I've heard about those. That'd be cotton candy flavor. Okay, are those like the moon grapes or whatever? No, they're no, cotton they're candy, grapes. candy grapes. Oh. They are ridiculously good. Oh. It's like eating a little cube of sugar. <gasps> I didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it was a brand or maybe I got one that was. That had been sitting on the shelf a while. I don't know, but it. Hold oh, on. Hold on. We're going to figure this out. Do you eat beans and chili? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. That's why you didn't taste them Fuck because off. your taste buds are fucked. No. I don't eat beans or chili. What this does that mean about steak, me? That, that is meat sauce. That is not chili. <laughs> we had a whole argument on James and I did on oh. Facebook earlier. Without 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 uh, beans, it's just a meat sauce. That's like going. People probably think we hate each other. I know. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. Without, without beans, it's like spaghetti sauce. Exactly. Well, that's what I said. I said nope. if you go get spaghetti with meat sauce, you're just getting Italian chili. Just Italian chili on there. I don't need it either uh, one. Uh, I got one for you. you yes, Alana. I knew I liked you. Do you like corn in your chili? Fuck no. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Man. Well, you're from north of I-10, dude. So, 
I mean, that's true. That's I don't know true. what chili is. That's hilarious. Corn. Yep. Corn. Yep. I don't even want cornbread with chili. Yeah. What? I, I do like cornbread. I was going to say, I would cornbread with oh. anything. Give me some sweet I, don't, cornbread. I don't mash it in my chili and make it a part like it's all one soup type. I do that with pot roast. I like to eat. I'll, I'll, I'll dip it. I'll dip cornbread in it or I'll take a spoonful of the chili and spread it on top of the cornbread depending on how brittle it is. But I'm not mixing it in. in you I'll know? buy a I'll can of like Hormel chili with beans and then I'll cook the whole can and then just put like crackers in it. There's a very strong possibility that about three weeks ago I made a pan of cornbread just to eat with a glass of milk. I love cornbread. And that's what I had for dinner was you cornbread and milk. Because I'm going to put that on it. I'm going to – that is going to be – what goes in my kitchen and that big blank spot over my what over my window? You've got to do what you've got to do to make your soul happy. You know what I had today? At lunch? <laughs> that is totally going Pumpkin there. Pumpkin flan, right in the soul what? kitchen. Pumpkin flan sounds good. That shit was amazing. I don't like pumpkin, pumpkin anything. Flan? But flan. I had uh, Sean Gray got me to eat flan last week at lunch, and I've never really had it before. Oh yeah, oh, it yeah. was so good. damn good. So uh-huh. today I was like, they have pumpkin flan. We had someone make Rolo pie. Uh, and bring it to, to school today. Uh, it was good. It was like a chocolatey. But it was really good, though. Mm. Darren Watson said cornbread and chili is the bomb. I'll eat cornbread and chili. I will, but, too. But a chili, the best thing is a Frito chili pie from Sonic. Give me a Frito chili cheese pie from Sonic. I love that shit. Never had one. Oh, grew up on I this thing. I don't eat chili. Their chili doesn't have wrong. beans, so I'll eat it. Because I get it on their tater tots. <laughs> It should have been. Some riveting conversation. Right? Anyway, it's food say, we are really right, not reptile stop. people. Moving back. We're going back to what things people collect. Uh, Michael Berry said he raises reptiles but collects the scars. That sounds like somebody that's, probably yeah. owns monitors. <laughs> that's all it was. What do you mean he collects scars? Like, like from bites scars? and from stuff, bites I guess. From bites and scratches. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there we go, Jared. All right. Some, <laughs> some, some prey handling shit. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Ashley Howdy said, uh, and I knew this one. Motorcycles and other motorsport apparatuses because they are both beautiful and exciting. That's obvious by the pictures she takes and that damn boat that they're going to crash at some point. I hope huh. not. I hope not. But that there's like five minute pictures of them just speeding across the lake in that boat. Huh. She feels the need. The need <laughs> Shut the fuck for up. speed. Oh, and then Robbie. I didn't know this about Robbie. So Robbie uh, Loveless posted, I would probably go back to Saltwater Aquarium. Yes. Yeah. Probably one reef tank and one, fi- uh, one fish tank. Not a one Eat. fish tank, but a. You he can do like well a, on salt water, man. Especially if you break out some frags on some coral and you frag them out. Yeah. Like, you can make a lot yeah. of money. That, that doesn't shit. seem like fun to me, though. But don't get me wrong, I would love a saltwater tank. They're but, difficult. I want to pay somebody well, else. A saltwater tank. Up. A saltwater tank's not difficult once it's set up. Yeah, you have to freaking put stuff in it and grow it for months before you can even put fish in it. Yes. You know? Once you set it up though and have it going, it's very easy. My problem is I don't have the ability to do a cheap version of a saltwater tank. God, no. If I'm going to do a saltwater tank, it's going to have to be like 100 gallons, and I'm going to have to yeah. have a sump, and a, it's going to be a, it's going to be. I Robbie has have the money for that. I, I don't know if he sold it or not because I had to help him move it when we changed his water heater out uh, in his garage. Probably a hundred gallon on a solid wood stand, and that fucking thing oh, yeah. is. Heavy. I couldn't imagine what it weighs when it's so. <laughs> when we went to Louisiana this weekend, we stayed Friday night at my in-law's house, which is my house, but at my in-law's house, which was a mistake. It made me realize how much I fucking miss my house in general. I miss that yard so uh, I much. had a toilet that sat. I forgot how short these toilets are here. Mm-hmm. My toilet they there suck. is tall, and it's got a big I toilet I sat seat. down to go pee and was like, my feet don't touch the floor That's anymore. <laughs> I used the bathroom at the shop more than here because we have full-size toilets. I fucking love that toilet. Uh, yeah. uh, I got in the shower, and I was able to turn around without touching the fucking walls. 
Um, but my I first walked in and my fish tank was there and I forgot how much I love my fish tank. So I got, I got two a weekends, baby. Just, oh. Coming home in two weekends. Which I'm not looking forward to that move. move. What, no, that's what kind of fish you got in your fish tank? It's, it's mostly catfish. Community. I actually did forget some of the things I had in there. I had some other uh, tropical fish. And I looked in there and I was like, oh, shit, I do have these fish. I, I used to do Oscar fish a long time ago. I'd raise them up to their big. I'd have a black one and then a albino yeah. um, in a 120, 150-gallon tank, something like that, when I was a kid. I had 125. My very first one, I could reach it and peg it. I could put food in my hand and put it in there and eat out of my hand and stuff. So that one was cool, but I never got one that was that nice again. The rest of them, you put your finger in there and it's game on. I ended up giving my entire tank, stand, setup, refugium, everything to a teacher for her classroom. Damn. I put it up for sale and it was on Craigslist for like two weeks and she messaged me and she's like, hey, I'm a teacher. I teach biology, blah, 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 uh, over here in... um, Fort Bend ISD. And she said, could I get your live rock from you? Would you be willing to donate it? I was like, I'll tell you what. You bring some people with you and you can have everything. Because I had like two days before we were moving. Oh, yeah. I was like, you just have it. Just take it. I had like five years in that tank, but my mm. now ex-wife, who I was getting married to that weekend, didn't want it in the house. That's how you should that have been your that first sign been my, right there. That, that <laughs> actually should have been about, that should have been about the sixth red flag, to be honest <laughs> with you. Oh, my stars. Um, Fuck that bitch. But, yeah. So, uh, I ended up giving the whole thing away to a teacher. And she would send me, for about two years, she would send me periodic, so periodically awesome. like updates on it and stuff. That's the one where I bought a big piece of brain coral that was just live rock, but it was brain coral. Yeah. And I got mm-hmm. it home, put it in the tank, and it, the tank was still like cycling. I had like a month before I was going to put any fish in it. And uh, one day I saw movement. I'm like, the fuck's moving over there? And I went and looked and put a light on it. And I'm like, there's something in there. So I got a piece of shrimp and put it down in there. And a freaking snowflake eel like this big came out of it. <laughs> That's fucking oh awesome. Apparently gosh. it had been in that. And it was like in a tote. The live rock was just barely in water in a tote. And I was like, I guess it was in there when it got shipped. And they That's never knew crazy. it was there. And I was like, cool. I got a free snowflake eel. That's awesome. Jeez. Yeah. Are those things expensive? Uh, I mean, they're hor- I mean, not horrible. 40, 50 bucks, but. That's pretty hefty for a fish. No, that's all water fish. Dude, I had some, I had a powder brown tang that was like 400 bucks. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it's all water I was single with no kids back then. For a fish? You've seen the angel fish and seen how much they cost? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, some of that shit's crazy. My, one of my favorite fish, if I had a saltwater tank, I want a goat fish. Yeah, I love goat fish. Yeah. I have to give them Goat fish, they got little whiskers, and they dig around in the bottom, and they look for stuff. They're really pretty, like, reddish-yellow color. Um, they'll, like, tuck up up in the rocks and sleep. I had um, a really nice urchin and two really big chocolate chip starfish. Oh, I love chocolate chip oh, starfish. Oh, that's a cute and little fish. Somebody fish? gave yeah. me a trigger fish, and I didn't realize that they put oh, on urchins and yeah, they, starfish. Yeah, they got that big old beak. I dropped them in there and went to bed and got up the next morning, and, I, and it was like fucking a massacre in that thing. Oh, God. He had destroyed both the starfish oh. and the urchin. Sad day. Yeah. yeah, he ended up going. <laughs> That's how I did I had a I had a big clown knife that someone gave me. It was really impressive, over a mm-hmm. foot. But the first time that motherfucker reached to try to eat my favorite cat, got my favorite catfish in his mouth. I reached in, grabbed him, I, and it spit it out. It was the, <laughs> Joe and I just sat there. We were like, what? He literally like jumped from across the room. I saw him, stuck I saw him grab my catfish. I was like, fuck you, bitch. He stuck his hand down in that tank and grabbed that fish and was like, Forcing it to that, spit that up night that he other was catfish. up on Facebook, and the next day someone came and got him. I yeah, was like you can fucking have this thing. He's gone. I, I had a big hundred gallon um, freshwater tank one time, and I bought an arowana 
all of and that. Dude, it was like this big when I got it, and I grew it up to well over a foot. And one day I came home and he was laid on the floor, dried up. Oh, Aww. we uh, so I had left the top open yeah. when I fed and I didn't close it, and he bloop, jumped when right out. At the zoo, we had to have, we had a giant green moray moray eel. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd come out of the tank and you could feed him by tongs. He was he was really cool. And we had an aquarium place come in and like professionally clean his tank, get rid of all the excess algae, and it looked amazing. Two days later, he jumped out of the tank. He was fine for years in there. They cleaned it. Two days later, we come in and there he is, dried up on the on the tank on the ground behind the tank. Uh, it was horrible. I mean, because he was probably five, four foot, four and a half foot. Huge. He was massive green. But anyways, back to this. Uh, Patrick Rooney said Pokemon cards would be collecting them now, but they're so goddamn expensive. I have my original Pokemon cards. I don't think give a shit, but I have my original Pokemon cards in a binder that I think's in Joe's room. Oh yeah, she looks through. She it go through on, and looks all the time. I got a Target actually has them again. Yeah, I saw that. Saw they, that. they had quit carrying them for a while because it was becoming too dangerous for their employees to have them. I, I'm not quite sure why, but you sound like a robot voice. Your your entire ro- like your voice just started getting electric almost. Yeah, it's electric. Zuckerberg oh, coming out of me. You're clear now. I don't know why. I don't know. But like the last two things you said, you were like. The good thing, know. good thing. Thanks to our our buddies over at uh, Wiregrass Exotics, who we've not mentioned yet. We have this amazing equipment for recording our sounds. So. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I got something cool this weekend. Okay. Oh, you did get something cool. Okay. My, my Xfinity bill is on auto pay, and I know it. <laughs> so my We're going to get to them. So. Okay. I, 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 I've not forgotten about them. Jared got to see one of them the other night. So. Oh, I bet he did. Anyways. What did I see? Nothing. We'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ryan Goslow said, probably fossils. Besides reptiles, dinosaurs are prehistoric. Our dinosaurs and prehistoric life in general is my next main interest. And it's partially dinosaurs, which got me interested in reptiles to begin with, which is like 75% of reptile people love dinosaurs as a kid. Although, I don't trust anybody who didn't like dinosaurs as a kid because they're fucking awesome. My daughter, a tough one. you didn't like dinosaurs as a kid? We're divorced. I, it's Go not away. that I didn't like them. I just Go the fuck away. didn't care about them. <laughs> so when Joe was like two and a half, we took her to this like yeah, uh, traveling traveling dinosaur experience where they had big animatronic dinosaurs, and oh, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. fucking loved it. And then we went to the little gift section later to get her to buy something. Like, hey, and we showed her all the stuffed animals. She didn't want a single one of the stuffed animals. She ended up getting this hard plastic ankylosaurus. For those that don't know. It's an armored dinosaur with spikes on it, and this two and a half year old the hardest freaking plastic toy. It was the only, we own. It was the only thing she wanted, and she slept with that thing for like six months. We would have to go like take it away from her. We'd let her fall asleep with it, and then I'd go take it away because I was afraid she was. Like, <laughs> yeah. She just brought it from across the hallway. <laughs> it's got a bandana on it's it. It's got her camp bandana on it. Spikes on but it. But it's. I mean, sh- this sucker. Yeah, it was terrifying. Jeez. Yeah, hard plastic. We tried so hard to talk her into a stuffed animal. It was not she was fucking not happening. It. She got Logan, when he was about two, we went to the outlet mall in the mark when it first opened up. And we were in the KB Toy outlet. And they had a big T-Rex that was about as tall as he was. We just aged and us all right there because we all know what KB Toys KB is. Toy. Yep. <laughs> and he talked me into He didn't really have to talk me into it, but he bought it. And I bought it for him. And he carried that thing around. And it would literally, he would hold it by the middle of the body. And the feet were like this far off the ground because it's so big. And uh, she had one for a long time that somebody gave her because it was a gift for their child. And the eyes would go, light up red when you would push its front front 
yeah. foot or paw or whatever, and it would it would go and its Wait, eyes would glow red. You heard me the first time. I'm, I'm not repeating. I'm not myself. sure. I may have to find that sound and save that for future for future episodes. But it was. I, we probably still have that stuffed animal somewhere. Ugh. Anyways. Oh no, she says we got so, rid of it. I agree with Ryan. I, dinosaur stuff is cool. I still want to get a trilobite. I want a trilobite fossil so bad. Uh, I got one of them somewhere. They're really cool. Tri- trilobites are probably the most amazing animal to ever live. Just what because it's about the most popular fossil, isn't it? Isn't What's, that kind of like well, what you try to get? It's a tri- trilobite and, and like a shark tooth of some kind. Well, the thing about trilobites is they were in the fossil record for so long, longer than everything else. And you had so many different species. You had some the size of cars. You had small ones. But it's it's basically a prehistoric aquatic roly-poly. Um, and, yeah. you, and you see their fossils everywhere. Yeah, I was like, this looks like an isopod. Yeah, it's when I was a kid, they had them kits where you could buy them, and they'd come with like freeze dry. Or I don't know how they did it, but you'd add water. These things could be dead in a package. For no, those those years. are yeah. different. Those are sea those monkeys. Those are sea monkeys. Those are different. I I thought they had a trilobite. No, tri- trilobites have been extinct for a long time. I had I had I you had, had sea monkeys. They lied them. to you. Huh. Yeah, because anytime there's any type of animal related Secret Santa, James is gonna buy sea freaking sea monkeys, and that's his gift. Every time we play Secret Santa, where they're like, "All right, bring an animal themed gift," I'm like, "Fuck yeah, sea monkeys! Here it comes." My problem was I had a sea monkey kit. My mom bought me one. I went shut the fuck up about it. She finally got it for me, and then I didn't realize that like they come through a, a stage where they could all quote unquote appear dead, but they're gonna rebirth or whatnot and so i just flushed it down the toilet without talking to anybody and i just flushed <laughs> it my mom was like bro what 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 the hell why'd you do that? i remember it was the simpsons or south park or maybe both i think they both had episodes where sea monkeys like started their own culture and everything anyways back to this uh dominic carbono said for me it's all about australian pythons but if it wasn't and it was legal where i live i think i'd breed skink skunks skunks huh. Um, I heard they make good pets. They're, I mean, they're like a cat. You can litter train them. And I know. I know. Do Alana. I know. Alana cool. wants one Alana so damn skunk. bad. Uh, Jennifer, Do you have one in Texas? No. No, not without a permit. That's why she wants you one. You have a special, like, and the permit's damn near impossible to get. But it's a hard permit to get. Um, it's not very easy. They have them up north. They have, like, skunk shows. Same way we have a dog show. Mm-hmm. They have skunk shows. Tennessee is a big state for, for those, for skunks. I know some people that could sell you, like, four or five different, I don't know. Like different colors. Maybe, different, maybe you call it morph. I don't it's, know. It's a color. It's a color morph. It's a color morph or hair. Like, there's someone with longer, yeah. silkier hair. And- there's, like, a chocolate one. There's, like, a bluish one. It's, like, a gunmetal blue and white. Yeah. And Ooh, really I bet that's too. pretty. Yeah, but not cheap. Oh, I imagine not. Uh, let's see. Jennifer Collier Simpson said, rocks, books, guns, and art. That's quite the quite the collection there, Jennifer. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Cox said firearms. Well, he can also add uh, an amazing m- mandala to his wall because that's who won our mandala last week is Ryan Cox. Oh, okay. Which I'm pissed off because I want that. Uh, our buddy Megan, uh, she posted, I've been collecting antique books since I was a teenager. My favorite is a first edition of Titanic published in 1912. It's a family heirloom. I love the history and I've always had a big imagination opening an old book and seeing someone's handwriting from 1830 is half the fun. That is kind of cool. cool. It's like a yeah. small time machine. When you when you do that stuff, it's like you, I've got one reptile book that's from it's ancient as fuck. It's falling apart. I got to find like a, a one of those book surgeons or whatever to, to fix it. But, but that is cool. Jason Brumley, who we had on last week, says if I were not collecting reptiles, then my rec- record collection would be absolutely insane. I kind of have a balance between both right now. 
Why? Because life is better with music. That's true. Amen to that. He's, he's not wrong at all. And records sound great. I, I love mean, my records. I don't like the, the, the holiday, the all the Christmas music. Like, it'll be okay for a week. It's going to get real bad. But you throw one on an old vinyl record, <laughs> especially like my favorite one is, um, I forgot the name of the guy, but that old Holiday Inn movie when he does White Christmas, that's my favorite. That Bing, when he that, does it, that's my favorite. Uh, Bing Crosby, isn't it? I, I don't know. That, that it's Bing the Crosby? guy that was in the movie too, but he's got a great voice for the song. And if you get the the vinyl record, my mom used to have it. If you get that and you listen to him on the record, I just think it sounds great. I'm almost you know? positive it's Bing Crosby. Could be, as long as it's not Mariah Carey. Drink. Yeah, Holiday <laughs> Inn, it's Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but it's 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 Irving Berlin, so it may be Irving Berlin that's doing the singing, uh, may, or one of them. Anyways, uh, Christian Parr said guitars and gun stuff. Nice, uh, lots of guns. Our buddy Ilana said I'd probably be collecting candles that were free because before I collected animals, I was a huge couponer. Uh, you may want to go back to that; it would save you some money. Just saying. That Maybe nowadays, you can teach me how to coupons do coupons are probably a great thing to have. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Livingston says, I also collect Magic the Gathering cards. Uh, I, I tried that once. I couldn't get into the game, but I just I had some cards. I don't My brother's played. I see he collects. I'm a Pokemon kid. I love Pokemon. I, I collected the cards, but I didn't battle. I just collected I, the shit. Uh, I did both. I just got a million. Your brother. Which one? Not Seth. Okay. No, not Seth, Seth didn't do any of that. Yeah. No. My no. other brother. He got any of them Charizard? <laughs> 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 oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, I don't know that i don't I, seth doesn't do dungeon and gen, seth, dungeons and dragons seth does beer and baseball yeah yeah that's, that's, that's seth. <laughs> yep. beer i have three brothers the, uh, the other two the other two are the same are into gotcha. the, the comic books and all that um, <laughs> let's see brian mcdowell's at animal skulls and mostly because i'd lose space quickly if i had full skeletons of animals i want and click yeah that's true uh morgan booth young said i collect fridge magnets and coffee mugs from places i've been it's fun to look at them and see all the places I've visited. That's a really common one, man. I've known, I know a lot of people do coffee mugs. My mom did spoons. Those little spoons. What do you mean did? She, she, she still uh, has them all. She still has them, but they're not. <laughs> I don't. I guess. I don't know where they're at. Yeah, they're in storage. Huh, well, they're somewhere. They were one of the few things we weren't she allowed to sell. get rid of little tiny spoons. <laughs> I remember we used to always just buy our little spoons when we went somewhere. My grandmother collected thimbles from places. Like you could buy like metal thimbles. Yeah, it's, it's right next yeah. to the useless tiny spoons. I'm they're, just saying. They're on the same shelf in the same souvenir shop. Like Says the man who collects novel. stickers. I don't collect stickers. Every reptile person gets stickers from other reptile people. Look at the back of Robert's computer. I have a stack of them at home that I don't have room for. Yeah. I've got a giant white <laughs> freezer that needs to be covered in stickers. Yeah. There's a pineapple exotic. There's a pineapple right exotics there. one there. And I, there's a no drama oh, llama. Yeah. I've got oh, a pineapple yeah. exotics one that I got to put on a black background. I have it. It's sitting and on top of the background. Pink GFE. Thing, yeah. my pineapple um, exotics will go in my freezer. And a Corey Martin. After uh, Sean's kids redid uh, their logo, because I thought they did a really good job on yeah. that. Yeah, yes, that's it's it's awesome. Nice. Yeah, let's see. Uh, a couple of these people can go. <laughs> <laughs> that Lone Star. You might not yeah, make the that, cut. Fuck that Lone Star guy. <laughs> oh, you got. I've got several of those. Not, around. not Earl. Earl's a good guy. Oh, I just no, spoke no. with him today. No. When he says Lone Star, he means me. Oh. <laughs> no, but I've got I've got that Corey Martin sticker. I love the show. I got I got two. I think I've got the holographic and the non holographic. I got the you know sticker. I don't have a Texas reptile or so, what? What is hiding checks? 
I got a T-shirt from Jeez. him. I've never seen him. Texas a sticker Star, or anything from him? Texas Star Reptile. Sure. Ball Python. Tiny Jack. I don't know. It's just Tiny Jack. Tiny Jack. It's the table with the fucking ball pythons. Oh and like God. Cody. I don't know his business name. It's Cody. Cody X. That's oh, the black. That's uh, black beard. Black beard balls. Cody also. Yeah. Black beard. Oh, you're yeah. talking. There's two Cody's. Cody Act. Yeah, Cody Act. Yeah, he looks like a pirate. Yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Blackbeard. He looks like a pot. You're talking about the ones like Sasquatch. There's two different guys. Like There's me. two Cody. Yes. Cody. Oh. Yeah. There's a Cody that is Jared size and a Cody that is Robert size. <laughs> and then if you go to the Colorado show, there's another Cody. Oh, Lord. That vends that show. Too many fucking Cody's. Yeah. Uh, Dominic DeFalco said, I've been collecting coins since I was five. Oh, uh, hey, that's me right there. I, I, I got me a whole coin collection, man. I got some crazy shit from different countries and. My best piece is I knew this kid back in Arkansas in some Revolutionary War territory. He was stomping around for crawfish in a in a creek and stepped in the mud and stepped on this big coin. And I bought it off of him and then took it to a coin appraiser to see if it was real because it was, it was pretty large. It was larger than what most coin currencies would be, including like the Morgan dollars and all that. And it turned out to be like a 1771 um something something coin and you can still see some of the face and stuff on it um that's probably my craziest piece um and it was it was pretty rusted and everything and in its current condition it was worth like 896 bucks or something like that yeah i keep that one for sure Uh, it's not for sale (laughs) dominique's reason for coins is very similar to megan's reason for books she says she loves the history of coins i like to look at a penny from 1912 and think of everything it has been through and of what it could have bought like a penny was food yeah. during the depression. You could oh, bought. absolutely. And then she says, nowadays I'm annoyed when I have pennies. It's really humbling to hold history. Mm-hmm. Or like World War II coins when they started swapping out certain metals because they needed it. You know, I've got mm-hmm. some. The, the dimes. Got, yeah. Yeah, I've got steel pennies. Um, those are not mo- very common at all because they're only made for a handful of years. But yeah, I think I think that history side of it's kind of cool too. Our uh, buddy Maria says she collects a lot of things. That's obvious. Maticola, or however you say her last name. Good job. Yeah, Mat- Maticola. Maticola. Rocks and fossils are probably one of the things I've collected the longest. Uh, Mark Mm -hmm. Anderson says, I have lots of amazing fish in a thousand gallon tank. Holy crap. I need pictures of that. that, Yeah, I'm going to need Mark Anderson to post a picture of his thousand gallon tank. Make a comment on that and say, we're going to need a picture. You better not move houses. Fuck that. I know. Uh, Paul McIntyre <laughs> said marbles. I figured Paul had lost. We, we've got a 55 gallon. We're going to be moving in two weeks, and I'm not excited about that. Um, yes. I used to collect marbles, and then I lost all my marbles. Yeah, not surprised. Mine have been uh, gone for a long time. Uh, Kevin Vanderleep. I, I really got to learn to pronounce. I think I pronounce it right. One of my stuff. favorite memories ever is of oh, my cool. little I'm, child. I'm, talking, I'm just. Okay. I'm talking about marbles. She comes running in. She was like four. She's doing a job. She over comes here. running in the kitchen. She's like, Mama. Uh, I found all my marbles, and it was like just a very funny moment. We're talking. I know. I like to annoy you. Anyways, uh, (laughs) Kevin said he collects defeats, like 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 feet picks. No, we're not not what? No, not I don't. He may. I don't know. He's European. They are weird. Like. He was trying to be funny. You know, Europeans aren't funny. It's just like Monty Python. That's about it. Things, like a defeat, like you lost the battle. Yes, defeat. I don't, That's, um, yeah, I I don't understand. understand. Monty Python's the only funny thing to come out of of Europe. So okay. he can't help it. They're just I not just funny. I want clarification. What are you being defeated at doing? Anyways, I need more information. Uh, speaking of collections, I don't. I don't collect much. I, the repti- I would love to. What? What do I collect a lot of? You collect all kinds of shit. 
No, I don't. You have uh-huh. records. I have, have I, I have two. You have stop. Funko Pops. I have two crates of records. You have Funko Pops. Just Pop. two small record crates or milk crates of records. I have like six Funko Pops of which you've bought all of them for me. You have. And they're all reptile related. Anything bacon imaginable. That's because my mom keeps buying me bacon shit. I just want bacon. I don't need bacon band aids. I don't need. She bought us those one year. They were fun. I don't. I just want bacon. Buy me bacon. I feel like you can't go wrong with bacon. Like you can't go wrong with just he bacon. He gets a bag. He gets but a I get, like, bag. All every the stupid year, bacon like a shit huge you find. Bag. Yeah. That's like when people ask me, "How do you like your bacon?" Yes. Yes. No. Whoa. Not the way IHOP serves it. That was not bacon. That was sadness. Gummy, and then I don't like it burnt. I like it kind of like yeah, almost want a it, jerky chew, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't want it super crispy, but that shit could be damn near raw, and I'll eat the fuck out. I love bacon. Yeah, um, but that shit like, they served me at IHOP was strips of sadness I don't, and like <laughs> children's tears. But it wasn't it was, like a. It almost looked like bologna, but it wasn't bologna because bologna has flavor. I don't, I don't know. What Fried bologna's good. And the first name. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Also, books. You can't say anything about books. These are all the books I have. People can see my entire book collection here. Shut your face. Don't you judge me. You threw it. So anyways, I collect snakes. If, if, if I didn't, I would probably have remote control helicopters and drones. But I can't what? afford those things, so I don't have any of them. I'm charging also, mine right now to take this weekend because me and Max and Sean are going to race them. Oh. And see, and I don't get to do any of that shit. So have you also, you have little reptile knickknack things. They're just not up on the wall But that's yet. every reptile person will buy anything that's reptile related. I guarantee Jared has cool. shit. Dude, I've, I've got, I was, so at my apartment, of course, I'm not supposed to have any of the animals I have, which you can look behind me and see there's a. You're not <laughs> at your apartment, right? The, he's not at his apartment. Those are not at his apartment because he can't oh, have no. them. Yeah, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is he's at the shop facility. tonight. He's at a shop. Yeah, this is my separate. This is my little warehouse. You yeah. know, I rent that too. Um, but when I go out to to let my dog to the bathroom, I don't want to wear a reptile shirt. You know what I mean? Because I don't want like because oh, yeah. the, the 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 manager ladies walk around and stuff. And I came to a realization like a month ago. I was like, Do you know how hard it is for me to go through my closet and and find a shirt that doesn't have you know like I got Blake Wilson shirts. You know that's because you're the size like, person that can get that shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know how hard it is for me to find a shirt I can fucking wear? Back, uh, bro. Look, it took a year and a half for Corey Martin to finally get a shirt uh, in my size. Me too. And she was so excited. I love that shirt. I wear it all the time. Give me that shirt. What size, what size shirt do you wear? Is it 3X. Size oh, yeah. that's not bad. No. I ordered 3X. 3X always cost more money, and people rarely ever have them. They only get like three, and they, for some reason, fat people always buy shirts. And there's Am I never giving you a pineapple shirt? I don't have one, no. Oh, dude, I got you. I'll, I'll hook you up next time I order them. I need more shirts. I need more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have your logo, actually. Mine? I think so. Do you? Because I used it <laughs> oh, for, for the quilt. I use it for the quilt. That you have to finish. Oh, okay. I, didn't get I do. I have to find it. You know, I paid a tattoo artist to, to design that logo for me. I, That's cool. Our uh, our Reptile Gumbo podcast logo is a tattoo artist. Well, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I'm not creative at all. And I made a contest, and the people that were sent they were sending me clip art bullshit. And so I, I thought, well, who is somebody that sits there and it's their job to help someone figure out the design they want? And that's a tattoo artist. But when when I walked in and I told him, I was like, hey, I need to draw up a design. I need to do this. And then we got to the part where he's like, okay, so where do you want to put it? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I just need to – I don't need a tattoo. And he's like, wait, what? He's like, I've been doing this like 12 years, homie. I've never had somebody come in like this and not get a tattoo. 
not actually get the, the thing tattooed. I was like, well, I'm afraid of needles, so you ain't yeah. going nowhere near me, I'm motherfucker. There with you. <laughs> I'm there with you. Afraid of needles, I can't do pain, and the one I'd want would cost way too much, and I'd rather spend that money on actual snakes than a tattoo. Pain doesn't bother me, man. Um, I'm a bitch. But needles do, and I, I have one tattoo because my best friend, when we were 13, we said we get tattoos together. When his mom died and he wanted to get a tribute to her, I was put on the spot. When I came for the funeral, it was all last minute. I was like, fuck, I got to get a tattoo. So I just got a random bullshit Star Wars So you tattoo. had a tattoo artist right there next to the casket just tattooing kids that came up? I have, I have, <laughs> I have to say this. Yeah. I just got but a message you know, from somebody looking for a charcuterie board. But they asked if I make shark coochie boards. <laughs> shark, <laughs> wait, shark coochie boards? Shark coochies. Oh, my god! Fancy shark coochie boards. You got to chop off. That's a lot of sharks. So... When they're chopping off the fins, you chop off the coochies and make shark coochie boards. Yep. <laughs> Just a bunch of shark bodies floating around the ocean with no fins or coochies. You know I, what I think is crazy? I about told them that no. Shit is that shark meat is actually really fucking good? So I don't understand why they don't use the if whole thing. shark meat is good if you prepare it correctly. At the from the time you catch the shark, you have to get the gills out of it. You have to bleed them. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's not fucking good at all. The- Fin, you might as well get everything you can if you're a fisherman. Yeah, but, but the fish market, but that's just not, more money. But they're not. They're not doing that. That 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 involves no, having to clean it. It's the fin brings way more money than the whole shark. Yep. There's no reason to waste the money on having to yep. repair the shark, store the shark, sell the shark when the fin will get you far more money for far less work. Which I just wrong. can't do it, man. You know, I was. I, I'm a hunter. I hunt a little bit, and um, I mean, I've done elk, deer, duck. All sorts of shit. Um, but the, the thing to me is is that I was always raised and, and grew up that if you're going to kill an animal, it doesn't matter if it's a fucking rat because you're going to feed a snake. It doesn't matter if what it is. The, the, the conditions are, A, is it doesn't suffer. Yep. You, you put it down as quick as physically possible. I don't care if you're worried about your taxidermy piece for your deer or something. If that deer is sitting there struggling, I mean, fuck your taxidermy piece. Put another round in it mm-hmm. and, and end it suffering. But my other thing is, is that you use every fucking thing that you can because you're taking a life and you're sacrificing something for your needs, whether it be because you're just a hunter and it's a sport you do. But, you know, I just I don't I don't know that that's why the, the shark fin suit thing specifically really leaves me unsettled. Absolutely. That shark has got to sink to the fucking bottom while it's still alive. And it's basically got to pass out down there. Yep. After a certain amount of time, if it even bleeds out, I mean, it's just, and then you don't, you don't even use everything. I mean, you can sell the teeth because people like that shit. Dude, um, I, I can't tell you how many hunters, when I used to guide hunts, would shoot their deer. Like they'd spend, you know, five or six, ten grand to come shoot a deer. And they just want the antler. They'd ask me, hey, do you want the meat? Or they'd come shoot a red stag or they'd come shoot a scimitar horn oryx or something. Hey, you. Do you know anybody that might want the heat meat? Fuck yeah, I do. I got I got it. Sign this paper right here, this wildlife transfer document. So that's like when yeah. you always get folks that the anti hunting people when they look they get pissed off about like these uh, guided hunts in Africa for hunting zebra or hunting whatever the animal may be. Uh-huh. But most of those hunts that meat goes to, to every, locals. Every bit, every one of those they do. Yeah, it's it's they feed locals that meat. Mm-hmm. And so there's a saying in the in, it's, in it's, it's it's kind of a fine line though, because some of the animals that they let you hunt over there, it's kind of fucked up and then some of them are okay, like I, most people don't realize, like, hippos are like deer in Africa. Like, they're fucking everywhere. everywhere. So, yeah. if you go out there and get a deer, uh, you know, a, a basically a deer tag, but it's a hippo tag, and shoot a hippo, that's cool. But, like, giraffes are getting kind of... 
they're, they're, they're a little more scarce, you know what I mean? And people go up and hunt giraffes and, you know, lions aren't like super, uh, critically endangered yet, but look what happened to tigers. I mean, you're, you're just talking. So the, the, the places that are doing it right on the concessions in Africa that are doing it right, they're only taking out selective animals. They're taking out the old bulls that can't breed anymore, but can still fight and keep the young bulls from breeding. They're taking out the old male lions or the old female lions. You know, they're no longer producing. And, you know, there's a saying over there, uh, Zimbabwe, about 20 years ago, banned all trophy hunting. And now there's no reason for the money to come into the country. And their animal population plummeted because no one's watching the hunters the weren't hunt. paying. For, they didn't care. Now they're in the way of farming and things like that. So the locals are just killing them wholesale and just killing them and either eating them or letting them rot. And then the poachers come in and, and uh, they call it bush meat. Yeah, you know they poach the bush meat, and you know there's a saying in that if it stays. I, I think there's some people doing it right, and I sure. think that if you're doing it right, it's okay and everything. But like, the problem is, is when you go into countries like that, and I know that a lot of Africa is actually pretty, pretty modern and pretty uh, oh, yeah. sophisticated. It's not as bad as fucking National Geographic makes it seem, but um, you know, there's still a lot of impoverished people there. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, there's going to be people that aren't doing it right because they can make a dollar. And I mean, if it comes down, you know, if you, if you're an African native, when it comes down to your family and you eating or not, well, you're probably going to lead somebody to a fucking giraffe to shoot the giraffe, no matter what the consequences are. And the thing about it is, is in Africa, if you get caught poaching, they fucking kill you. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. It's not like here where you get a ticket. Uh, think about it like this. It's just like our it's just like our industry. We have some people who are true flippers. Buy an animal, sell it the same day on their table, have no idea if that animal eats, if that animal's sick yep. or if it's healthy, and then there's some people, you know, a majority of the people that we know who do it right. They'll buy animals, they'll Jared, take, Jared takes them home, make sure that they're healthy. Yeah. And because I mean, Jared's one you don't breed everything you sell, but you don't no. sell stuff that you know is sick or you're trying to get rid of before it dies on you. Right. No. Absolutely because not. here's the here's the thing is is that I attach my first and last name to everything I sell first off and I, I sit there and tell customers I tell every single one of my customers I said I am here after the sale to hold your hand too if you want my, one of my famous lines that I do well it's famous in my own head <laughs> um, I'll be like you know um, I don't care if you want to talk about as your animal grows when you know you can message me in a year when it's time for a bigger cage and you want to ask what to move to or when it's time for a bigger uh, uh, bigger meal or um, the one I use all the time to, to bring some humor into it. And so I'll be like, I don't give a shit if your snake poops purple unicorn glitter sparkles, you know, let's talk about it type deal. And the thing is, is that, um, so I've been vending for about three years now. And, um, you know, I, I know for a fact that I've never, I haven't even replaced five animals. I know every single animal that's ever, that I've ever had an issue of. And a couple of them were, uh, um, one was a crusty gecko, one was a Pac-Man frog that somebody brought out in the car and cooked it type deal. Um, but, uh, you know, I put my, my, put my name on everything. And, uh, so I'm extremely traceable. And I also, even if my business does well, if I gross highly on small tables and stuff, um, I don't have the funds to sit there and have to refund people or, um, you know, if, if I have money in an animal, I don't want to have to give another animal up for replacement and stuff like that. So I try to make sure it's right the first time. And the other thing is, is that I really care about, you know, I want the sale. 
I want to make the money, of course, but I also really care about what happens to the animal afterwards. And that's part of the reason why, you know, some people do it, some people don't, but I spend a lot of time during water changes and um, cage cleanings. Um, I'll, I'll get the animal out during that when we're not associating with a feeding time um, and, and touch them. I don't care if it's leopard, if it's anything besides frogs or bugs in my collection, um, it's going to have a certain amount of handling time um, before I bring it to a show because I feel like it, it, I, I end up selling to a lot of newbies or, um, you know, somebody might, they've had ball pythons, but they've never had a, a bearded dragon or they never had a chameleon or, or whatnot. And they need some coachings and stuff on that. If you have a, I feel like animals that are, uh, that got good temperament or have a way higher chance of going home and being taken care of. Cause you sell a first time snake owner who's, uh, even a even a freaking ball python or, or a Kenyan sandboa, and you send it home to them, they're striking and stuff. What's going to happen? That person's probably not really going to mess with the animal a whole lot. They're going to lose interest in it, and the animal's not going to get properly taken care of. So um, a lot of that is profiling your customers and stuff. I got some 18-year-old that's running up to my table and wants to buy my four-foot reticulated python. He's never had one before, you know. Um, I don't care if he's got the money. I'm telling the motherfucker no because that's a – expert level i i believe a reticulated python to be an expert level snake i think it should be yeah there's a lot of animals i think that you should own before you own a retake if you want to own a retake with that said anybody listening we're not saying that the the basic care of a retake requires you to be an expert reptile keeper but the eventual care of your retake requires you to be an expert reptile they're bigger they're stronger they're more intelligent. They can change their mind. Like, for example, I know some people use them every once in a while. I will never use a reticulated python as a picture snake at a show. A Burmese python all day long, but they don't suddenly just change their mind on things. Um, I love reticulated pythons. I have some. Um, I've got one right over here. I think fourth tub from the bottom. Um, I've got one there. I've got one in the six-footer right now. I used to have a, a whole breeding ordeal of retakes, but I sold my extras when I realized the market was going way down from and was probably never returning. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a very difficult animal. And a reason why ball pythons are so flooded is because, you know, anybody can keep one. Yeah. They don't take up a whole lot of space. They're easy to manage. You know, if you get bit by a ball python, I would, I would just drop my jaw if you had to get stitches. Um, it's just a whole completely different game. You know, you don't – male reticulated pythons can smell – as a male myself, you know, they can smell uh, my testosterone. You know, I, come, I go out and, and, and work out or something, and I come into my room, uh, especially during mating season. My male retic can pick up on that and not be happy with me. I've even noticed it with a male sapata before, but ball pythons don't do that. And so, you know, they can go into anybody's home, and that's why – even though that's probably the most flooded market, it still continues to thrive versus reticulated. Just don't make a, mm-hmm. they don't make a great pet for. I I, I think maybe twenty five percent of us hobbyists it might be an alright pet for when you're looking at averages and, ma- and and the mass population of the reptile community. Well, one thing you talked about earlier was you've only had to replace like you said like about five animals or so since you've been doing no, this. No, not, not even five. Not like, even five. I'm trying to think of the fourth, but I can think of three that I've had to do over the years. Um, it was Crested Gecko. It was a Pac-Man frog. Um, and then the last one was, uh, was a ball python. Um, these people put it on. Uh, I told them how to set it up because I always do. And I, and if it's a herp show, I send people to Andy Hine with my car to his table and I say, Hey, 
you know, this is what you're looking for. Show them the animal, show them the card. And I've had a long conversation with those guys um, about, you know, how I like stuff set up. So when they do with my customers, you know, they set them up properly. But these people went home. They put it on a red light with a white light as well on Aston Denny um, with a, a hide kind of, but the snake couldn't even hide all the way. And um, and then chose to, to message me on a baby ball python um, five months down the road. Never once mentioned, hey, it hasn't eaten this time the whole time because I would have told them, you know, black out the back and the sides of the tank, make a better hide, add a substrate that can hold humidity like coca block dirt, something like that, and get rid of the light bulbs, you know, yeah. if you really need an above heat source. Because I do, I do just belly heat with my ball pythons because they live underground and stuff and they come out at night. Like they're not, they don't want to be out in the light all day long. Um, I would just tell them to get rid of that kind of stuff, but they didn't say anything to me for that many months on a, on a baby that had all its meals and, and was shedding pooping and was good to go. But you know, um, that was one. Well, so um, talking about them dying, I saw a thing on uh, YouTube. It was a video by reptiles and research. Uh, hmm. and it was interesting. He kept finding articles that showed up that said 75% of reptiles die in the home within the first year. Uh, so he did some research yeah. on that and, and come to find out uh, the only thing you can find is one, not even an actual like article. Uh, it's kind of a headline and a special little thing written by one guy who is anti-keeping them as pets. Um, okay. But it's made to look like it's a professional like scientific paper. But it's and not. It's not. The guy cites himself in the thing. like his, <laughs> cite, And then he cites some like old PETA uh, articles. Oh, and that's what he cites. Make it a legitimate argument. And so, yeah, claims. And then it got used. That, that 75%, he got, when he was researching this, found out it's been used several times. Uh, people didn't do enough research into it. They just saw that and they kept spewing out the 75% number of that, 75%. And the original article, it didn't even say, it says companion animals, not even reptiles, but it became 75% of reptiles die in the home in the first year. Well, you know, I can I can see that with certain species. Um, let's be honest, um, sulcatas, um, retics, probably realistically. Because well, but think about it. That- I don't think they die in the first year. I don't think most reptiles, even in bad care, die in the first year. That's kind of the curse of most of the animals we like. Is that uh, they're pretty good at dealing with a lot of shit. Shy of like chameleons, which will die if you look at them wrong. And someone yeah. out there with chameleons right now is going, "No, um, well, fuck you. They're 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 sensitive." Yeah, but. You think of a sulcata. Sulcata can suffer for a long fucking time in very yeah. bad conditions. That's shitty to think about. Oh, it is. Uh, it's horrible. Well, look at Savannah monitors. They get imported. You can get them on wholesale. Well, okay, never mind. Yep. I guess I won't release that to the customers on here so they know what they, we they get use, for, I don't know what they are now, but they used to be 20 bucks on a table at a show. You can get them cheaper uh, right when the season first hit and they're first coming in and you buy enough of them. You can get them cheaper than that shit wholesale. Which is why it sucks for anybody trying to breed them. Because they're obviously not going to sell their captive bred babies anywhere close to that fucking price. Well, most of them aren't going to thrive anyways. They just get sent straight over here and straight to the market, non-parasite treated, not quarantined, not anything. Um, I think it's wrong. You know, Nile monitors or Nates get the bad rap too. So, I mean, there's certain animals that I think that 75% death, I don't know if it's within the first year or not, but um, I would well, he say found that a, 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 we talked about the research thing. Goals. He found a place that did the research, and they really only found... I think it was a total of three point something percent of reptiles actually die in the first year. Uh, the other, the other thing he said, the numbers like you can't go by. Apparently, the what he could understand the original numbers the guy was pulling this random shit out of his ass was the amount of animals that are imported versus the amount of animals people say they have. But then he yeah. made a good point, like 
not everybody's allowed to have mm, the stuff where they live. So they're obviously not telling folks what they have, even though it came in, you know, yeah. what might be behind someone that we're talking to right now. They're not going to tell everybody about those things because they're not supposed to have them there. So they didn't die yeah. in the first year. They just aren't being talked about because they don't want to lose them. Well, just, you know, you can just look at certain species, like how many green iguanas do you see get sold? But then how many times when people are rehoming and giving up with stuff, how often do you see an adult iguana? And yeah. if you do see one, how many of them are missing fingernails, broken spines, mm-hmm. and a, a nose rub? Because people will put them in a, in a mesh cage um, when they, I don't think they should, personally, because most of the times I see iguanas come out or, or Chinese water dragons and stuff like that. And they're, the front of oh, their yeah, nose is squared off because it's rubbed raw and healed so many times. It's all, you well, know, it's they, like they, bearded I know more people that have not bought a bearded dragon, but yet own a bearded dragon. Yep. Yeah. No, the, bearded dragons is probably yeah. one of the number one rehomed things that I see because um, a lot of people don't realize this. Um, um, and I, I used to be a lot more involved in it, especially when I lived in Arkansas and I was real set and stable. I didn't have this job going on. Um, I, uh, I do, I do rescues. I do rehomes. I take in things. Um, but the thing is, is that I, you'll never see me, po- the reason why people don't know is because you'll never see me post it, you'll never see me bring it to a show. Um, if I've got a for sale inventory, it's something that came from another vendor friend or another breeder of mine um, type deal. But um, I've rehomed a lot of breeder dragons and stuff. I've taken in reticulated pythons with tongues missing, so they can't, they can't, um, I had this big one, his name was Big G, because he had, he was an orange glow. And he had, and one of his patterns was literally a perfect G. It looked just like the G off of, um, shoot, what's the, uh, the Minions? What's that movie? Groot. The Yellow Minions? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Not G, Groot. Groot. Groot is the, uh, is the guy. Uh, Despicable Me. Groot. It's just G. Yeah, yeah Groot. Groot. His little G, it looked just like that. So I named him Big G, but he had, his tongue was almost gone all the way to the back of his mouth. Um, when I had gotten him, he couldn't smell. He was super aggressive. Um, that one, um, ended up going to uh, a buddy of mine um, that breeds reticulated pythons. Um, but I know for a fact, even to this day, Big G is still alive and he's never been used for that. He just needed to go. He was a danger to people yeah. because he, you couldn't. That was a snake that had been treated so poorly and so badly. There And reticulated pythons are so intelligent, they remember. Um, there was no going back, making that one nice again. Um I kind of enjoyed him, though. I'm not going to lie. I just felt like he was kind of misunderstood. But, yeah, I do, I do a little bit of the rescues and stuff, too. But um, uh, I don't have as much room for that anymore as I used to or time. And, uh, yeah, you, you'll never see me advertise one. Um, you know, I've seen plenty of bearded dragons with MBD. Um, messed up crooked legs. You the know. one that we have in our classroom is a rescue that had MBD. Yeah. And she's – I mean, she's doing – much better now, obviously, because she gets the well, care she needs. But they're not cheap compared to a lot of other animals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're spending fifty, sixty dollars for and eighty dollars in light bulbs, and you're doing it pretty regularly. I mean, some people don't realize. You know, beauty dragons are going to cost you a couple hundred bucks to get set up, and then you're going to maintain their lights and and all that. And that's where you get the MBD. And is people don't take the time to swap out bulbs, or or you know, people don't. You can tell them as much as you want. They don't realize that those UVB bulbs only last a certain amount of time, and they'll stay just as bright, but the UVB goes De- off. Depending on which UVB, actual, UVB bulb yeah. you buy. 
Yeah, yes. and if yeah. you don't have a UVB bulb tester, which is an expense, when I've looked them up before, they're they're decently expensive to actually test and see if UVB is coming out of your light bulb. Then you can then always can uh, check out VivTech. VivTech has an affordable UVB tester and a bulb that'll last about four years or more. Yeah, because I mean, you're gonna really. now. Here's LED. the thing, though, you're they're gonna awesome drop. Really. You know, I paid eighty dollars for this light bulb, but they're LED light bulbs. The the but the backing when, that comes with it is 100% I've, worth I've it. I've told the story on here a couple of times, but Jared obviously hasn't heard it. Yeah. We, I got one the day that he released them. I ordered it. So I had it a few days later. And we have a, uh, that bearded dragon that's in that tank down in the living room that was yeah. where we were sitting the other night. When I put that um, light on her, I took a, str- a T5 that had been on her for about six months off and put that on on the other end of her, her enclosure. And as soon as I turned it on, she picked her head up and looked that way and ran from one end of the enclosure to the other and spread out under that UV light. Mm-hmm. So it's an LED that produces UVB. Is yeah, what you're it produces U- it's a UVB. And it's it continues a- to produce UVB for years. years. He guarantees two years. But he's had them test for four. But he's had them test for four. Uh, it'll That's do- cool. It's UVB, UVA, and a grow light. Yep. Because I'm sick and tired. I, you know, Power Sun is one of the better ones for an all-in-one bulb, you know, type deal. But they burn out like a motherfucker. I, yeah. I'm sick and tired of Power Suns. Yep. Um, I've bought them from Andy Hines booth. I've I've bought them from pet stores. I've ordered them online. None, they're not reliable, and they're expensive as shit. So, you know, that's the, cool. The VivTech uh, bulbs are awesome. That. I, I, I might have to order one. I'll put it on my Rhino one and test it out. But those are good. Um, so one of the things I saw on YouTube, and this one's funny. This is actually a part two of a video that Emily did over on State Discovery. She did the first one probably a year ago, maybe less. But she bought uh, shit off of Wish, reptile-related stuff off of Wish. And I know you've probably seen this pop up on like Facebook on Wish. But Wish has a, a snake rack that you can buy. Uh, she ordered that last, last time. And it's, it's like a foot and a half tall. It's got a slide-in like uh, heat pad that goes down the back. It's got these small little tubs, which actually have like a ramp on it as if it's a turtle tub. Mm-hmm. But it's a small, it's smaller than a shoebox. It'll hold like baby hog noses. Yep. But on, when you get the picture on Wish, it looks so much bigger. Uh, this time around, she uh, she got two water features for chameleons because chameleons won't drink still water. So they have to drink moving water. And the problem right. was she got both of them. She set them up. They looked nice. She plugged them in. They didn't work because they're obviously made in Europe. And they're not made for, they weren't getting enough power out of the wall, so they had to use a converter to get enough power into the pump to pump the water up through it. So it's yep. great if you're in Europe. doesn't work great if you're in the United States. Uh, and then she, <laughs> she bought a turtle enclosure, which is very similar to the old school, like just a little plastic tub with a ramp and a little palm tree, fake palm tree, yeah. and a little land area. that. And then she puts her like full-grown turtle in it, and it takes up half the thing. That Jeez. was pretty good. She bought a vine. A decorative vine. She showed two normal reptile vines, and then this one, which had like the thinnest, almost like a bread tie wire through it, so it wouldn't hold shape. It would just fall down. Mm-hmm. And so that was a funny one. Like ordering something like that off Wish sounds like a fire hazard to me. <laughs> yeah, she, it, it was pretty good because like we see these things on Facebook. We see Wish is one of those ones that will pop up if you search something on Amazon that's reptile related. You get the Wish shit popping up on Facebook as you scroll through. And I've yeah. seen these things. I've seen that rack multiple times pop up on there and seeing her get it. They've had it for a year now or so, and they still have yet to put anything in it. That tells you anything. It's still empty. They're still able to show it again in this video. So I thought that was funny. I saw that on YouTube. Yep. Uh, then I also watched uh, 
our buddy, um, I'm arranging some blank, High Desert Pythons, which is Antoine. Antoine. My, my brain just doesn't work. Antoine went to, apparently, there was a VIP viewing at Canova if you were a Patreon. And uh, there was actually some faces I saw in the crowd that I actually knew. But there were, they were, we're going around looking at the Canova thing, and the hardest thing for me to get used to is anybody that's ever watched uh, JKR's old videos is that blue wall that says Kabilko on it, and now it's a gray wall that says Canova. That was the hardest thing for me to get used to. I'm like that, that's a weird looking uh, wall. I saw the uh, I saw that he swapped his name, and I, I I was I was actually when I had looked at it, I was scrolling and my notifications just clearing them out while I was actually standing on top of a roof. Why Why did he change his name? It. There's a lot of stuff. Um, he says uh, basically he outgrew the name that he had. Uh, huh. It was time for a change, and he wanted uh, a, a brand, a, a different branding of the business. And there's a whole a lot to it. Kabilka Innovation. Yeah. Is what Kenobi yeah. is. But it's the same amount of syllables as as Kabilka. And he, they put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Well, I remember when he came out with the, them Pompeii clowns. Whew, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a sexy ball python, man. Yeah. No, I saw one of the coolest ball pythons this weekend at, uh, who was it behind us that had the hogs? Tom Harbin? At Tom Harbin. Tom, Tom Harbin had that rainbow. Yeah. I, it was yeah. fucking yeah. pink. Like pink, pink. Not like, yeah, I can see where it would be pink. But it was it's an albino snake that's not any of the other albinos and it's fucking pink it's yellow and bright ass like pepto-bismol pink yep. that's pretty cool is it you think it'll keep that till adulthood he says it? he says it keeps the pinks into adulthood hmm. so how much did he want for it that's the question it was yeah it was a lot it was like five g's 10 g's it was five, five or six yeah i think it was 6500 uh that was he had a couple of cool things he had that he had that really cool, like almost paradox uh, palmetto corn. Mm-hmm. It was had splotches of color along with the polka dots. And he told me it says it's not re- reproducible. He's yeah. they've tried. That, he that sold corn it. Had to be super cool because you're the third person I have heard about that corn just since this last weekend about that damn corn, it, that palmetto corn snake. It, it was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, but he, like he said, he, it's not pr- reproducible. He hadn't been able to. And then mm-hmm. he, the last thing he sold on Sunday was the one thing all weekend I loved looking at, but I didn't have any money to buy it. Was that Okatee? He had an uh, amazing looking male Okatee for sale corn on that table. Yep. Um, and then he had that uh, solar flare uh, hog nose, yeah. which is just solid red. Yeah. yeah. Pretty. So th- those were cool. Yeah, he's always got cool stuff on the table. And he was right next to us the whole weekend, so I just kept seeing it every time we'd walk by. That was cool. Uh, other cool thing I saw this weekend uh, Pinnell had that cat eye snake that I thought was really neat. Mm-hmm. A Madagascar yeah. cat eye snake. That was really yeah. cool. He's think- got the female on the table for like $350 or yeah, something. Yeah, he had a female there, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought about it myself. <laughs> but like, I don't, like, I don't need it. On I top of those cool things at the show, the very last thing that I saw get bought at the show was by Robert. So we were walking by our buddy Russell's table, who has corn snakes, and I looked, and there were five deli cups of what looks like a corn snake, but it was very dark. And I was like, I said, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, Russ, well, what is this? And uh, after he messed the name up a couple of times. Robert finally realized what he was saying and they were Slowinski eye uh, rat snakes, corn snakes. Corn snakes. Um, I just saw those at Robert's house. It's it's interesting. It looks like a, a corn and a, and a rat snake like it, came together. They're, they're found in a, in a small, between Texas and Louisiana in a small area. They're, uh, they get big. They get five to six foot pretty big around for a corn snake. I mean, they are almost rat snake size. 
but they are really cool. They turn this kind of a really pretty darker brown color mm-hmm. when they're full grown. And Robert got five of them. From, yeah. From Russell. So that's going to be a really cool project to see down the line because you yeah. don't see Slowinski eye uh, that often. They are pretty big. I know our, our buddies, the Ruas, really liked Slowinski's yeah. corn. Yeah, I think, she, I mean, I said they have an Annery one. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to watching those guys grow. That's going to be really cool. Yep. And then uh, I saw some things on. So I want to go back. We, I thought about it earlier when we talked about the hunting. And this is not reptile related, but I saw it today on Facebook. And it's animal related anyways. A guy has shot a, a pied deer, a big pied buck. It was really pretty. It was white and gray, really pretty uh, deer. And then, you know, like shot this rare whatever, whatever. And so all the comments of people getting pissed about him shooting this rare animal. And that's where I realized, uh, one, we're in a, a small group that we understand that an albino of something or an anery of something the word rare doesn't really go well with most of them. An, an albino corn snake is not rare. No. But the general public sees an albino corn snake. They go, it's albino. That thing must be expensive. It's rare. Right? And so this person... Maybe in 1990. Yeah. And, I, and you can find... <laughs> you see albino shit pop up in the wild all the time. There's, I've seen so many albino cottonmouths in the last year between people I know and Facebook. So it's not that it's... It's not that it's rare. The animal itself, the species itself, is not rare. And so people were getting pissed at this guy for shooting this deer, saying it was a rare deer. And why would he shoot? He should have let it go. It's so rare. It's a it's a white-tailed deer. Yeah. It's not – the animal itself is not rare. The guy shot a deer the same way you would shoot any deer. This one just happened to be a fancy color. And letting it go and survive doesn't – it's no different than him going, okay, let that one go. And they're not as rare as pe- people think they are. There's, I won't shows up in any animal on the planet. Humans, yeah, I mean, dogs, well, there's pigs, populations of them. Wisconsin, sure. right? Like Wisconsin, there's areas of Wisconsin that because you're not allowed to shoot them you there. Can't shoot them. You can't shoot piebald deer there. So, so yeah, there's areas where you go hunt. That's all you see. Yeah, piebald deer. And so everybody got pissed at this deer. I mean, I'm like, it's no different than shooting any other deer. This one just was fancy colored. Like it's not. It's not any more special. It's yeah. not any more rare. So I saw that. I'm thinking. There's a there's a disconnect when people see the word rare. I'm like, it's not it's not rare. It's a white tailed deer. Like, we have so many fucking white tailed deer in the south right now yeah. that literally they are passing diseases onto each other left and right, and that is the biggest problem with them. But it's all that. I just I just love the people freaking out over uh, that whole concept of I couldn't believe he shot that. Uh, cracked me up. And then uh, I saw a couple other things on on Facebook today that I thought was funny. Oh, one guy. Uh, freaking out about how he fed, fed his rainbow boa, and he said he always the snake always seems hungry. Yes, I'm like uh, I asked him I was like, how do you know he always seems hungry? The answer was when he tries to eat my face. When he doesn't, I know he's good, and he only gets super aggressive the week of feeding because he knows any day a meal could come. Are you freaking kidding me that's right not now? How, yeah, that was just, that's like that's not how that fucking works. That dude. is unacceptable. That's one. That's a species known for having mood swings. Mm-hmm. He, probably, uh, he probably takes it out and puts it in another enclosure to feed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I fucking hate the when someone goes, "Oh, he's always they're always hungry." How the fuck do you know when something's always hungry? Uh, so there was that, and let me see if I can find. I thought I posted the other picture of the conference. Oh, so one person said. They're talking about the snake being obese because the guy was feeding like two medium rats every two weeks. This is a full grown adult um, Brazilian rainbow eating two medium rats every two. I'm like, that's a little much. But the guy goes, people say they talk about obese snakes. He goes, people say that in my experience, 
That is not the case. If they were not hungry, where well, actually said where not, were not hungry, they would not eat, and I would not be worried because next week they would. That's uh, that's not true. They're by nature they will eat whenever they're offered food, usually because historically, you know, evolutionary wise, they don't know when the next meal fucking comes. Yeah, they're opportunity ambush predators. So you can one hundred percent overfeed a snake. I have seen it many times. And that happens from fuckers going, my snake's always hungry. Food. My snake's always hungry. Food. And then you wonder why my snake died three years. So I saw that. And I'm like, it's people get handing out information like that. Like, don't listen to them. What do they know? I'm like, you're a fucking retard. What do you know? Stop talking. Yeah. Well, what do you know if you're one pet snake at home? <laughs> oh. Oh, I saw another one. It's in, it's in a great group. I, I won't show the name, but it's in a great group. Guy sells a gecko online. Right? So the, guy, the buyer purchases the gecko. says, I need this gecko shipped to me the week of November 21st. The guy responds, I'm sorry, sir, but after this week, I will not be available able to ship until mid-January or February at the earliest due to delays caused by holidays. Which, if you're listening, do not order a reptile or any other animal in the mail in the next two months. Don't unless do that. It, unless, the, unless the breeder's going to hold it for you yes. until it's shippable again. Yes. But holiday shipping is going to, you know, you don't want your animal to get stuck for four, five, six, seven days with 48-hour heat in there. So and the seller. Hold the start of, part of the winter. The seller offers it. I will hold the gecko for you until then. The buyer. I need it for my daughter's birthday, and I'm out of town this week. You will ship it when I tell you to. I, I already won't. paid for it. You can't just not send it to me. If you don't, I'll, <laughs> if you don't, I'll leave you a terrible review. That's a that's a that's a refund. And then the guy says no. no. Hey, listen, the guy says no. I won't. It's not safe. There is a high possibility of serious delays, and I cannot guarantee live arrival. Buyer, I don't care if there are delays. I need this gecko. And then the guy sends the refund and says, "I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable doing business with you. Have a good day." And the buyer sends multiple threats and says he's going to sue the guy over fucking what? He got his money back. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I love that one. Like I don't care about the fucking animal. So that one is great. That's probably one of them parents that's kid runs the fucking relationship, and so the parent doesn't want to be in trouble for not getting the kid what he wants to. You know what I mean? Th- that's the parent that just needs to shut the fuck up. I, I, oh, I hate you. Right <laughs> well, there was another one. A person posted a whole list of different feeder options for ball pythons, and, and guinea pigs was on there, um, uh, which um, is fine. People feed guinea pigs. But one person like threw a fucking fit over that people would require would recommend guinea pigs as food. Because guinea pigs are bred as pets. They are not food. Why don't you trap? At the same time, they're talking about rats. Well, rats are also bred as pets. Yes, but they're also bred as feeders. Well, so are fucking guinea pigs. I'm like, you can also travel down to South America where they don't call them guinea pigs, but they call them cooey, and they are raised like chickens. chickens I fucking eat them. And everyone in the village eats them. But I just, I love that. I, I was mean, like, you can get, get a little meat off that motherfucker. These people, this, sure this person was getting so upset that someone would feed a guinea pig. So, so I would never feed guinea pigs or hamsters to my animals because they are pets. Like, well, I know tons of people that own rats as pets. All I can't right. even imagine a ball python eating a guinea pig. You feed small, a big, big ball python. You can feed them really small guinea pigs. True. But I've fed guinea pigs to to boas. I know, like some of the like retics guys, retic guys will feed guinea pigs because you can get them. Uh, Rodent Pro sells guinea pigs, which is probably where this person was looking at. But uh, <laughs> it's just the, the fact that they drew the line on every. If, if they wouldn't keep it as a pet, they don't mind feeding it. But if they would keep it as a, fe- a pet, you cannot feed that to anything. I was like. That's a weird line to draw in the sand. Uh, oh, this is a great one. So, guy in a Solcata group says, posted a picture, says, meet Fred, 
He's a baby soul caught a tortoise who is coming to me today. I cannot wait to meet him. Oh, this is a dumbass right here. First this is off, the one you showed me. First off, Fred is a star tortoise. Second, oh. someone reversed uh, Google search the picture, and it definitely shows up on Google. Yeah. Uh, so there's so many levels of this. One, you obviously did not research shit if you saw a picture of a star tortoise and went, that's a sulcata. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll buy one for a sulcata well, price. Well, and then he's like, <laughs> no, like, 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 how much you, they were like, how much did you pay for it? $200. Everybody's like, then you didn't, you're not getting that for 200 bucks. It's not coming to you. Yeah. And it's definitely not. The guy, they looked at the profile, the guy that sold it, it was like a one day old profile. Uh, so yeah. He uh, got scammed. We search your shit. I had a guy friend request me the other day and his fucking profile photo is him holding a rattlesnake up that he caught. And I'm like, you know why he's not smiling? Yeah, that meth has knocked all his teeth out of his mouth. Yeah, dude, I don't want to. I don't want to be friends with you. Speaking I don't want to be associated with speaking you. Speaking of rattlesnakes, is it too soon to talk about Yellowstone? No, fucking that shit was awesome. Uh, so I don't hey, actually so, watch. So I haven't watched it. Did they use a real rattlesnake or did they use a bull snake? No, it was a real rattlesnake. Okay, so if you all are right, yeah, uh, if you hold on, are, hold on, hold on. Spoiler alert. I was just about to say, if you watch Yellowstone and you have if not. If you watch Yellowstone and you haven't watched it in the week since it came on, I got, yeah. I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you. But, it, it, you know, spoiler. So, anyways, I a bunch of my friends were, were blowing it up. I, I'll be honest. James and I watched like 30 minutes into the first episode. I make it. It, it, it and I was boring. like, this is not for me. Like, the, yeah. I, I, I just can't. It is the best show on TV right now. I, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's not a horrible show. I'm not saying it's horrible. It's not me. It it's not my yeah, kind of show, like, so it doesn't keep my energy. I, I feel like had I had a larger project to work on that day, I probably could have binged a lot more episodes. But it was just, it, it just wasn't for me at the t- at the moment. Um. Now, with that being said, you know, I because so many of my friends are into the show, I I am that person. I will look up spoilers online just so I know what they're talking about. And um, I can be involved in the conversation. So I did that for the opener because everybody was like, holy shit. And apparently, like a guy died by a rattlesnake bite to the face. And it uh, was on the set, like an actor. No, 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 like on the show. Like this, Part they, of the they quote unquote um, killed that. Yeah, it was part Rip of the Rip walks up to him with a cooler and says, Is this yours? Is what yours? This. What? Like it hits him on oh, the face. You know yes. I saw the snippet of that scene on TikTok like yesterday. I was watching it. I saw that. Because uh, I've seen Yellowstone up to a certain point. Yeah, I saw that video. I saw it with the snake bite on the face. And I kind of yeah. thought that was, it was really interesting. The fashion in which he died after the bite. Yes. Yeah, he died like a minute later, but it's oh, yeah. for TV. I mean, yeah, it was for TV, but just like, like the way that it was described in some of the articles that I read, I was like, that's pretty badass. <laughs> By the way, I like Victor's response. I've seen people eating guinea pigs in New York. <laughs> Turn your phone on silent. I'm turning you down. Look, you remember down. we went herping on the night before Halloween? Right? Yeah. Something. Like, yeah. And we didn't find shit. Here's somebody that went 10 flipping on Halloween and found 20 snakes. Just what oh, I said wow. that time of year. But yeah, anyway, so that was my, my fun animals in, I did get an in e- the news. I so I got an email from a, I got a U.S. U.S. Arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. A couple things in the, in the recent U.S. Arc email that are very interesting. One is about Egyptian tortoises. And this will affect uh, yes. uh, sellers of Egyptian tortoises. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has proposed to list the Egyptian tortoise as threatened under the Endangered Species Act, which would definitely alter your ability to get an Egyptian tortoise. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the comment deadline for that is January 10th, 2022. The one that I find more interesting, because I know 
I know how the comments for this one are going to go. What? Did, you mean a deadline to get an Egyptian? No, 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 no. To get comment, it's not. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't. They've proposed the idea. So you can go you comment, can comment on whether the they idea. should or should not. And your reasons why. And so, the uh, so that's just they. It's up for proposal. The next one, which will be very interesting, is the alligator snapping turtle. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has proposed to list the alligator snapping turtle as threatened under the Endangered Species Act. The comment deadline is January 10th, 2022. Here's some things why I find that very interesting. One, I fully believe the alligator snapping turtle should be protected. Uh, After living in the only state that it's not protected in some way or shape, it should totally be protected. People in Arkansas eat them. Like crazy in Louisiana, too. Um, Like they use the shell as a bowl. It's... And they'll use the common snapper, but they, the, apparently the alligator tastes better. What's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen is that it's historically, it is part of their culture, uh, Cajun culture, to eat alligator snapping turtles, and and, and they they use them in uh, sauce piquant, and they make it, and it's and they love it. Uh, but the problem is there are stories historically of being able to drive through Louisiana and go down ditches and scoop up and fill up the back of your truck with good sized alligator snapping turtles. You mm-hmm. can't do that anymore. They're not there like that. So when you find a big one now, it's pretty amazing because there's not a ton of big ones left. And so they're going to get a lot of kickback from a few states, one being for sure Louisiana. Uh, I'm interested to see how this goes. I hope that it passes. I love the alligator snapping turtle. I know it's one of Katie's favorite I'm turtles. Saying, it's actually one of my favorite turtles. Um, and I've worked they're with them before. They're fucking lazy and it's awesome. <laughs> they're, they're lazy until you feed them. And then they are very active. I but just love so, them. So, so, so why not in Louisiana, you know, you have alligator farms for food and, and, and leather products from alligators. Why not have an alligator snapping turtle farm where all the Louisianans can go and buy an alligator snapping turtle and not touch the ones in the wild? Well, there's a couple of things there. One, uh, You've lived in you live in the South. You understand people don't like being told what they cannot do. Oh no, not at all. So That's being told that they cannot kill this turtle that their family has killed for generations is not going to go well at no. all. Um, there are turtle farms, uh, but I don't know how much meat comes from a turtle farm, and I'm all for farming them. I mean, the alligator, the actual alligator, not the symbol. The alligator is probably the number one symbol of best. Uh, way to save a species. Uh, the alligator was almost extinct at one point. We had killed a shit fucking ton of them, mm-hmm. and they were almost extinct. You can find pictures from the early 1900s of just like riverbanks lined with dead alligators of every size. No one gave a shit, and we almost lost them. Then we protected them, and now there's the point where not only do we farm them, but there's hunting seasons, necessary hunting seasons to keep the numbers in check. And and it's taken very seriously. And the the farmers actually have to put babies back into the wild. They have to add to the population. So I'm hoping the alligator snapping turtle can get some sort of situation like that. And we can try and bring back these numbers. Because right now, I'm pretty sure with a fishing license in Louisiana, you can collect two alligator snapping turtles per person, uh, per vehicle maybe, a day. It's something like that. It's, it's, it's two. Which, when you spread that out over a year, that's a lot of fucking alligator snapping turtles. Yeah, that can, that can add up really quick. Um, you know, well, well, we're just taking two. Well, you're taking two, and your friend's taking two, and then they're taking two, and then tomorrow you're going to go do it again. You always have the people, too, that take more. Yes. I mean, you've seen well, people show oh, yeah. up with oh, 30 cats. Well, look, if you fish in Louisiana, one, Louisiana has some of the best fishing regulations of any state. You can keep five redfish, one over slot, because there's, there's a certain size limit. You can keep 25 uh, trout. Te- which Texas is proposing to drop ours to three trout next year. 
Yeah. So we can keep 25 trout in Louisiana because they do have really great fisheries there. But when you talk to someone from down in that area about catching your limit, your five redfish, your 25 trout, uh, you always get is it a limit or a Cajun limit. And a Cajun limit means you said fuck the limit and keep as many as you want to and take them all because you don't give a shit. And it's that, which is a, insane when you think the the tagline for Louisiana is sports, sports paradise. paradise. Like you're raping the paradise. Yep. Only ticket I have ever gotten from a game warden was from a Louisiana game warden. And that was because we had one too many ducks in our bag. There was five of us. And we had, you know, when their ducks are coming in thick and you're shooting them, sometimes you lose count. Yeah. And a lot of times you, oh, shit, we have one too many. And it gets That's stomped in the mud, unfortunately. Adrenaline rush on duck hunting. And I had killed a cinnamon teal that morning, which is super rare to get. Super this. rare? Why would you kill such a rare animal? If you shut up and listen, <laughs> <laughs> they're rare to get this far west. Uh, I wouldn't kill that rare animal. East. And uh, he took it away from me. He took all of our ducks, what took a, my cinnamon teal. What a dickwad. Yeah, I was like holding it like this. Yeah, and he was like, like, I see you over there, that cinnamon teal, son. You're not keeping that. I was like 17. That's what like, dude, can you just take... One, take one of these and oh, we're back dude. to them. Yes, take everything else, but let me keep this. Like, you go to California and get them all day long, but just not here. So, yeah, I, I saw that come across my email today before the podcast, and I thought, I, I'm glad to see that alligator snapping turtles are might have a chance of being respected the way they should be. They are amazing animals. Uh, if you've never dealt with one, a full-grown, 100-pound alligator snapping turtle is insane. One... They've been measured to have jaw strength at about 1,000 pounds per square inch. And to give an idea, Crazy. the largest crocodiles are at about 3,000 pounds per square inch. Mm-hmm. So an alligator snapping turtle is a third of the largest crocodile in a much smaller package. Uh, they have found them – they live for 100, 150 years. Mm-hmm. They have found them wounded in so many different ways. Uh, they're able to heal up. I mean, they're, they're just amazing creatures. And then the fact that you add into the whole having a lure in their mouth to catch fish – it's just totally cool. They wiggle their tongue and they attract fish and then they catch them. Uh, and it's a shame. I've seen the, the pictures of them when they're frozen in, oh, yeah. in ice and they, and they just, they do. I mean, I've seen alligators too, but like you'll see like there's one famous one that went around like six, nine months ago or something like that where, you know, you could see the top of the nostrils were above the ice and everything else was frozen in on it. And it was just stuck in a hunter was out uh, deer hunting. I think it was last deer season. And, um, just happened to kind of look down and realize that he was sitting on a, a big alligator snapper that was just frozen. And then, you know, of course, in the spring when that melts, they're going to come back. That's that's cool. That's resilient, and that's really cool, um, in my opinion. Yeah, they're one of my favorite turtles. <laughs> I, I just love – like, and it's funny because I didn't know anything about them until I moved to Louisiana. And I guess because we had such an awesome exhibit at the zoo and I would do talks and programs about them. And I just – I freaking love alligator snapping turtles. How the Shreveport Aquarium, um, they have a oh, section yes. that is like a greenhouse. It's you nice. Out into. It's really cool. Yeah. They, they, so for the size that the aquarium is, I think it's really high quality. It's pretty good. Um other than I didn't really like their axolotl section, they had way too many adults in the space, and they were all, all their bills were eaten up. But besides that, everything's really good. But they have a large, I've a seen very it. large albino snap alligator snapper out there, and that thing is cool as shit. They also have the largest bowfin I've ever seen in an aquarium. Oh yeah, which is one of my favorite fish on earth. I love yeah. bowfins. 
It's a good little aquarium. It's pretty cool. I've been to the one here in Houston. I'm a, I'm a big fan of small aquariums. Like I love going to like like Dallas has uh, the Dallas Aquarium. Is that what it is? Or the Aquarium of the World? Yeah. Whatever. That that aquarium is amazing. It's massive. It's huge. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, like the little small aquariums, are fun. like where we got married, we got married on Dolphin Island in Alabama, and it's a small estuarium. It's a, an aquarium. We we got to have our engagement our our, our party inside the aquarium, so you don't have to decorate shit. Yeah, we got married on the pier cool. outside. And we cool. actually ended up paying docents yeah, to, keep the touch to tanks stay open. after hours. So all the touch tanks were open. All the like the kids that were there, all the interactive stuff was available. Um, and literally, we put like tablecloths on the tables and some shells on the table. And <laughs> like that was it. Like that was we didn't have to decorate anything because we were inside. Yeah, these giant, like, giant yeah. tanks. And there's one of them has like a I love it. It's got a remote control submarine, and you put like oh, a yeah. dollar in, and you can drive the remote control. It's got a yeah. camera on it, and you can drive like right up to fish. It's hilarious. Jeez. It was fun. That's cool. But I hate weddings, man. I'm not gonna lie, and I usually try to duck them, but I would have come to that one. Yeah. Ours was pretty cool. <laughs> nah, yeah, ours was pretty cool. That was fun. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, one thing I do want to bring up. I haven't really listened to any podcasts lately. I need to. I, I know Warren Booth was on T. Uh, the Herpticulture Podcast, HP, and I love I, I love Miss Warren. You know awesome. when we might listen to some podcasts? When? Maybe we'll listen to podcasts on Sunday. When? When we clean out the garage. That sounds miserable. But it's going to be really cold on Sunday, though. That sounds horrible. Are y'all staying then, Brian? Not Saturday night. Either. Are y'all staying Friday night? No, no we're right. going to drop up on Sunday, on Saturday. Saturday. We have to leave it like... Two or three o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. We have a friend's giving we're going to. So. And we missed it last year because we were at a show. So we're going to miss it this year. So speaking of podcast, there is a new podcast coming at the uh, beginning of next year. It's called In Blue, a reptile podcast. It'll be hosted by Robert. You want to see who's going to be hosted by? Couple some bitches, I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> Heidi's perfectly nice. My wife, no, they're good. It would be my wife Rachel down. and Heidi Dunlap, and they're super excited about it. Yes, and uh, I'm excited for them. They are going to do great. They're going to do great. It's going to be very. Inter- it's going to be a very interesting look at the hobby. I think different than what you hear on most. Um, but it's going to be the two of them, and it's it's, it's going to be awesome. The uh, you already got your, you got a list of guests for that. Podcast it's already? Heidi and Rachel. They'll have a million say, people that will do it. I'm sure they've got that in the bag. Throw, throw me on. I'll do it. That oh, is, yeah. I told them that is theirs. Uh, they uh, they Heidi is the logo is awesome. It's a very simple logo. I yeah. like it. Uh, the the idea behind the podcast is great. But we should be starting their new podcast uh, beginning of the new the new year. So we'll push it a lot till nice. then. Nice. Um, and then I've got another podcast in the works. Maybe another two. We'll see. But we'll get to those when they come. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's all I got. I don't have any other podcast stuff. That was a, yeah. a big news. Um, I guess I want to give a shout out to Seth with uh, Huff's Herps. Huff's Herps. I, we have a leopard gecko in our classroom. She's about two years old. And one of my students, the one who each week the kids rotate on who gets to be the class pet caretaker and our leopard gecko caretaker for the week came up to me yesterday and and she was like miss lewis velma looks a little chunky we might need to cut back on her food which is great it means these little kids are i mean paying these attention are third, to the animals. third graders so they're eight-year-olds okay 
Um, and I was like, well, I was like, come show me what you're talking about. I was like, cause her, their tails are supposed to be fat. She was like, it's not her tail. It's her belly. And I was like, wait a minute. What? So I went over and sure enough, like she almost looked bloated. And so of course I, I texted James and was like, Hey, swing by my school on your way home. Come look at her. And he was like, maybe she's starting to ovulate. That could be what it is. And so today, again, the kids were, you know, she was a little upset. They're the caretaker for the week. And so I shot Seth a message on Facebook and was like, hey, this is what's going on. Here's some pictures. And he was like, oh, yeah, she looks fabulous. You're doing great. She's exactly healthy like she should be. She's, you know, she's just wrapping up ovulation. She'll be fine in a day or two. And. So I, I told the third graders that this is just something that happens when they get older and that it lasts for a few days and then it goes away because I didn't feel like going into ovulation with an eight-year-old. <laughs> so, but I appreciate that he was so quick to respond and um, I, about it. One thing, uh, we don't we don't have a giveaway yet this month. We, we may not have one. We may just skip this month and do next month through Christmas. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll figure that out later. We but, had offers. Just gotta say, we had offers. But I, I do want to uh, throw out there again. We do have a Patreon. Uh, we're trying to do some more things for the show, adding more shows, or we're trying to be able to take stuff on the road. We are hoping this weekend to have all of our recording stuff at the grand opening at the Herbs Reptile Shop and do a lot of little interviews there. So if if you find it in your heart to go join our Patreon, three bucks a month, four bucks a month, five hundred bucks a month, whatever you want to do, uh, we will gladly take anything. So we can get a few more cameras, a little bit more equipment, also pay for some of the recording stuff. Uh, I just say that because, again, everyone that's putting out content has a Patreon. If you're watching them, listening to them, help them out. You're enjoying their content. Let them know you enjoy their content by helping out. And no one's asking for a ton unless you want to give a ton. Then I'll, I'll definitely ask for it. But, <laughs> and we'll take it. So. I'll gladly take it. But uh, I just want to throw that out there. I think, I think that's all we have. We we are going to our Thanksgiving week is going to be just the three of us, and anybody listening, our plans for that week are to take calls. We are hoping to take a lot, of, a lot of calls. That is our plan for that week. Well, good to know. <laughs> man, man, I haven't done a, a prank call in a long time. That sounds oh my fun. God. great. Thing is, I can hang up quickly. So apparently, we're sounds like we're having Thanksgiving at my house now with my family. Fun. No one else wants to do it. You have fun with that. My mom called me, called us today. We're driving back from Lafayette. And, uh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do in my house before we have that many people over. You have fun with that. I, uh, but yeah, that's all I got. I, I can be bought with food. I just want you to know. To help clean. Come on. Darren, Darren said he's calling. That's awesome, Darren. Call in. Uh, we will have, that'll be our week of, I mean, two weeks. We will do a lot of call ins and we'll talk to a bunch of people. We'll ask you probably what you're thankful for in the hobby and all those kinds of things. Um, this last 30 minutes of him. Like, it was like, and that week, it will be on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be on Tuesday. Yeah. Next week. Especially if I'm having Thanksgiving in my house. Say, next, next, next week yeah. is up Two days in later, the air. Yeah. We were well, shooting. I'm saying if Wednesday. If we did it on Wednesday, it would be the next day. Oh, Thanksgiving is Thursday. Yes, yeah. always. Always. Hadn't yeah. changed. Uh, we are 41 years that I remember. <laughs> we're hoping to have our show Tuesday next week. Okay, never mind. You're talking about if we have the podcast. Okay. We're turning off volume. All right. Everybody can't talk now. So now only I can talk. It's a great thing about having the buttons. So next week, <laughs> asshole. Next week we were planning for Tuesday, but it may end up being a Wednesday. We'll let y'all know. Depends on our guests. Depends on our guests. We will see. Uh, but I do want to have this guest on, so it may end up being a Wednesday. I've wanted to have him on for a while. 
Uh, that's all I got. That's it. I'm done. That's that's episode ninety. Yeah. We're ten away from a hundred. I got my mic back on. Your mic is it's on. You're just it is now. Just fucking loud. All right. Uh, you know how to get a hold of all of so us. What's ten weeks from now? Anybody know? What is, I haven't looked. That'll it's be, after Christmas. So in the new year. Yes. Yeah. So episode one hundred. I don't know what we're gonna do for episode one hundred. We'll have to figure out something. It's gonna be crazy. You have a lot Very to deep. think of. All right, Jared. If people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Smoke signals. Uh, yes. Um, smoke tricks, especially, will catch my attention. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So, uh, of course, the business name is Pineapple Exotics. Um, you can find it on Facebook. It's going to be a black and white um, circular. It's actually based off Santa Cruz. It says Pineapple Exotics. And the yep, pineapple and then, is a turtle. The pineapple is a yep. turtle. Yes. And then uh, what? for Instagram, it's pineapple underscore exotics. The pineapple, pineapple is a turtle. Exotics on Look. TikTok. And then the email is pineapple.exotics at gmail.com. Ah! Morph Market. I mean, I got all of it. So it's uh, I'm the only pineapple exotics out there. So it's, it's not hard to find me at all. Awesome. Um, Never noticed it was a turtle. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm like, I'm almost at 2,500 followers on the on the page and i'm a little over a year old on the facebook page because i was really late in the internet game i didn't even start internet until covid happened um uh, and the shows got shut How down the fuck so does a 26 year old not have anything on the internet until they're like hey because he lived in arkansas because, well, that's uh, true they didn't get our they didn't get internet until 2019 <laughs> I was just doing. I was just doing great at shows, man. And I, I, I never shipped anything, and I never needed online anything. And then when shows shut down, I was a sitting duck for about thirty days, and I decided to get off my ass and make something. So happen. the Arkansas yeah. joke. I mean, think someone posted a picture of a two-headed timber rattler that was apparently called in Arkansas, and it looked kind of special. My comment was, "Definitely looks like it's from Arkansas." Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, all right. You want to get a hold of us? If you need a rack, it's lsreptileracks.com. Correct. If you need to get a hold of us, it is the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and at gmail.com. Uh, simply underscore serpents on Instagram, simply serpents on Facebook. I think that's it. Jared? Cool. I was glad to have you on. It's awesome. Thanks for coming yeah, on, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, you know, uh, enough time has passed, and you want to refresh your man. You're always welcome to reach out for me. I uh, had fun. This is my second podcast ever, and... Uh, Next time we're gonna make you drive the hour here, and you can be next Heck to us. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll totally do that because I drive an hour for work like every day or more, so it's not shit to me. Yeah, next time you'll be in studio. Heck yeah, that'll yeah, be awesome. Yeah, I'll come do that. Thank y'all all for listening. Uh, we will see y'all next week. Pay attention. We'll let you know if it's gonna be Wednesday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We'll Jared, let you know. Stick around for a Jared, minute. Hang out and uh, okay. good night to everybody else. See ya. Bye bye.